rising high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips file. This one for Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday. It is September 18th, the year 2018. Sorry, got a little bit lost there. Welcome. It's the uh, Phillips file, as I said. My name is Jim Phillips, here to take your phone calls, listen to your stuff this afternoon. Whatever your stuff might happen to be, news and current events, we can do that. We can talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. We'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. Why? Well, we always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll look at it. We'll read it. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031. On the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, we work sir. off that. Pinkman's filling in for Jack today. Casey, two times, two times, has been kind enough to come in and help us as well. As uh, Mr. Bradshaw attends a <laughs> manager's meeting, it's a, it's a retreat. Well, it's up to the beach, you know, drinking mai tais. <laughs> Usually, when nice. they send pictures from these managers' retreats, it's everybody with their feet up on a chaise lounge. Exactly, managers' retreat. Just saying. What do you do at a manager's retreat? They Drink. Put their feet hey, up I'm on a, a chaise manager. lounge. Wow. I'm a manager too. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Jack will be back with us uh, tomorrow. Later in the program, uh, right after the news with Mo, a couple of minutes after four, probably, 401, 402, 403, that bonus round of closest to the pin, your opportunity to win good fortune for the rest of your life or earn bad luck for at least 24 hours. Mm. Uh, No audio file today because Jack is uh, not here. We'll have the regular round of closest to the pin. And uh, how convenient. No Fritz on the street today. A little too convenient. Yeah, no Jack and no Fritz on the street. How, did that how work convenient out? is that? There's a word that comes to mind, and it's collusion. Oh, I knew it. I'm proposing we have a quorum, do we not? Yes. I'm yeah. proposing a new rule to take uh, effect retroactively. Immediately from here on out. <laughs> Meaning it takes effect uh, at least the day before yesterday. Okay. What was it? Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> If you're not here, wait a minute. Let me figure this out. If Fritz isn't here and you're not here, mm-hmm. you have to forfeit 20 points. Oh. Ah, take that, Jack. Anybody like to make that motion? Well, you I just propo- made. No, I, I propose that somebody has to make the motion. Oh. I would like to make the motion. That what? I'm okay. in favor of that. Nope. I second it. What he said. Yes. Second. All in favor. Vote. Aye. 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 Four zero, one abstention, one absent. Right. Two absent. Carries. Mm-hmm. New rule. Okay. 
So we're taking them off the takes retro. It takes effect the day before yesterday. I think I'm in second place now. I think you are too. <laughs> Here's take the list. Um, if we take 20 points off of Jack's score, yeah, 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 you are. I'd like to Ooh. know what happened. Did Jack go to and just buy the bike? Hey, by the way, I'm, um, I'm going to be here uh, Tuesday. And Fritz goes, oh, well, maybe I'll take the day off too. Oh, come on. Anyway. Unbelievable. Who takes off a Tuesday? <laughs> exactly. Who takes off a Tuesday? It's weird. These guys. Way to go. You could have took off Monday. That whole yeah, Kavanaugh sure. thing is a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nobody, you know, it's just, uh, it's just all over the place. It's the center of the news. It's taken attention away from the trials and tribulations of hundreds of thousands of people in North and South Carolina that got hammered by Florence. It's just, it's flooding. People's homes are ruined. They're in... I don't know whether they're going to be able to go back. They're losing their their homes, their jobs, their whatever, their businesses, and uh, this is uh, this is, this whole thing has now become a circus. There are no winners that come out of this uh, out of the Kavanaugh story now. At least none none that I can see. I think <clears throat> we're not even sure whether his accuser will now show up before uh, the House. I mean, the Senate Judiciary Committee to say anything. Latest reports are the chairman of the. Judiciary Committee has been trying to get a hold of the attorney for the woman who's made the allegations against uh, Judge Kavanaugh, but he's not a, he's not getting a return call. So who knows what's going on? And it's uh, but it'll be must if, if it happens Monday, it'll be must watch TV mm-hmm. because will it be a reprise of the Anita Hill hearings when Clarence Thomas? was uh, having hearings to become a justice on the United States Supreme Court, and the Senate Judiciary Committee acted in it. Well, it was just, uh, you look at it now, uh, Joe Biden was all part of it as well. Just, uh, it was embarrassing. Yeah, it was embarrassing. And it, uh, it, it led to more women being elected to uh, Congress because of the way that particular committee treated her and didn't believe her. And said it's all your fault so disrespectful. because you're a woman and all right. that kind of stuff. And uh, so we'll see what happens uh, Monday. I don't think anybody's going to be a winner coming out of this thing. Uh, it's just a big, hot mess. We didn't talk about it Friday because it wasn't here Friday. But uh, Volkswagen announcing no more Beatles. They're uh, putting an end to that. Oh, no more Beatles. So, no, not uh, those kind of Beatles. Oh. The car. One of the greatest Both cars things. ever invented by the Third Reich. Oh. <clears throat> Hitler's Boy. car. Uh-huh. It was a fantastic car. I had kind of today at least five of them over the course of my earlier years. Mm-hmm. I had one when I lived in the Virgin Islands. I had one when I was in San Francisco. And then I had, one, two, th- I guess, three here, two for just back and forth. And then I bought one to uh, to rehab. That went nowhere. But anyway, they were fantastic cars for their time. You get in one now and you go, what the hell was I even thinking about driving one of these? Not the newer model Beetle, but the old uh, air-cooled engines in the rear. And uh, they were just, you get in them now and you say, it's like driving a, a garbage bale down the road. And you think, this is, this is a death trap. It's uh, a suicide machine. But they are much beloved and they're iconic and I hope they come back. They're not coming back. They're never coming back. There's no reason to come back. The company says we may. When you say we may, that means no, we're not. Hope Springs Eternal, I imagine. But uh, sales were way, way, way down. They started really going down. You know, I don't like to. You know what happened? I'll tell you exactly what happened. They got rid of the air-cooled Volkswagen Beetle, right? 
they couldn't keep up with air pollution standards. The gas mileage was terrible. It just didn't move ahead with the times. It couldn't connect. There was nothing they could do to that air-cooled engine mm. to make it modern. And then Toyota came along with this small little four-door sedan that would, you know, got a zillion miles to a gallon, and people gravitated over there. So then Volkswagen, remember, they brought the Beetle back. Not the air cool, but a modern version. New Beetle. That's as big as a sedan, for crying out loud. You know what You know what killed him? I'll tell you exactly what killed him was that flower. The built-in that flower. flower <laughs> and that flower vase vase that they put on the on the dashboard. Oh, boy. That's not I it. I remember Yeah. That. Oh. It emasculated that car. Totally emasculated that car. And believe it or not, some of you would do, some of you don't. I happen to come from the school of... There are certain cars, you know, call me whatever, sex. There are certain cars that are male, and there are certain cars that are female. Mm-hmm. And the air-cooled Volkswagen Beetle was ubiquitous. It was unisex. Anybody, I mean, it was enjoyed by all. Mm-hmm. As soon as they put came back and put that flower, that flower vase on the dashboard, it was like, I'm not touching that. I'm not getting anywhere near that. You could I'm totally not, take I'm the not, flower out I'm of it. No, 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 no. The advertisement showed the flower and the vase, and the, you could take it out, Yeah. and it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, dude, where's the flower and the vase? So yeah. that went that went <laughs> downhill from there. It emasculated that car. It's like the, uh, the Miata. You always said that was uh, a girl's car. That's a girl's yeah. car. Mm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a girl. Yeah, well, thanks. You know, <laughs> I played one on occasion. Oh boy, there's nothing wrong with being a girl, but certain certain cars are associated with 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 the sexes, believe it or not. But and the Miata's one of them. Whenever you see a guy driving a Miata, it's like, ah, man, I don't, you know, I don't know. Uh huh. It, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> Instructions unclear. It does. It just doesn't. It just it to me. Well, they didn't have a Corvette. Now you're gonna get Miata owners calls. Oh, what's his problem? Uh, to me, it just doesn't look right. It's too small. It's too late. <laughs> There's something about it. Anyway, just saying. They're kind of cute, though. They're always Olive red. Garden has posted a cryptic countdown clock online. The internet is going crazy. Oh, Olive Garden six. has posted a mysterious countdown clock on its website and is hinting at something big <laughs> on its social media channels. The clock is counting down to an announcement at 11 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. tomorrow. Right. What do you think it might be? I think it's just serving food. It's no. something with food. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Nice. Casey, two times. Mm-hmm. I think it's pasta six. related. I think it's. I happen to believe it's pasta related. And if it's pasta related, it has to be a certain type of pasta. I think it's going to be ravioli. Unlimited ravioli. No. It's a good deal. That, it would be a good deal, but I don't think that's it. Unlimited uh, ravioli. All you can eat, ravioli. What if they... What if they introduce like an Olive Garden black card? You can go to any Olive Garden and get what? just like a, a bowl of spaghetti or something. Anyway, if you have any insights know. about what might be happening at Olive Garden, somebody works let me there. know. Quote something big is coming. Any guesses what it could be? Oh man, we got some leakers. I think that there are people who will are working. Who I think are we on can the find in, out some Darden insiders. That Olive call. Garden is headquartered in, in Orlando, South Orlando, on John Young Parkway. Uh-huh. Not returning requests for comment. Uh uh-uh. uh Commentators online are speculating it could be anything from at-home delivery, oh my, to a salad bar at restaurants. Ooh, Some are guessing bar. at the return of classic menu items or even new dishes. Mm-hmm. I'm going with unlimited ravioli. I think that's too much. I think they've been spending the past year 
perfecting Making ra- nothing but ravioli. ravioli. Mm-hmm. And they got ravioli coming out of their ears. Mm-hmm. They got big old gigantic tubs of ravioli that's been vacuum sealed. And they just send it out. They're ready to go. What do you think? All right, we'll take a break and then come back with your guests. I'm troubled by that. Why? Ravioli? Good. Yeah, I don't think so. Lobster ravioli? That's pretty damn good stuff. Yeah, but that's too exp- these are expensive ingredients. They're not offering unlimited expensive ingredients. They would offer well, maybe, maybe it'll be unlimited cheese ravioli. Unlimited spaghetti. You know, or something no, linguine. Oh, yeah, it's not going to be unlimited spaghetti. That's too, that's too... Spaghetti and meatballs. Unlimited meatballs. Maybe. Unlimited meatballs? I don't know. That's even more expensive. Exactly. No, not really. Then ravioli, than cheese ravioli. ravioli. Yeah, uh, meatballs would be more expensive, I think. Unlimited meatballs? Unlimited spaghetti and meatballs. Nah, I don't think that's too pedestrian. I think you need to make it a little bit more oh, jazzy. exotic. All right, maybe. All right, think about it. We'll talk about it this afternoon. Mo is next with the news. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, let's get a check of the news. Here's Mo. Oh, thank you. Rick Scott, our governor, Governor Bald. Oh, I can't call him that. I have to call him Governor Hair Challenged. Yeah. Call Call him Governor Scott. That's right. He's a candidate, a legitimate candidate. Don't and take too many sides here. He's been our governor for eight years, or almost. Uh, U.S. Senate's his bus tour yeah. had to make a detour and is coming to Orlando within the hour. Yeah. They're going to a top... Ugh. Yeah. He ugh. Anyway, he went down to southwest Florida, to Venice, but then he got a lot of grief from protesters about this red algae tide stuff. The algae bloom that is killing fish and killing tourism in southwest Florida. This uh, Florida's a hot uh, environmental mess. Uh, yeah. And uh, nobody since really Bob Graham mm-hmm. has done much about it. So I guess he started in Venice, and he was about to go down to Naples to the lumberyard, and they said, oh, no. They they got so agitated. Man up. The protesters were so angry about Red Tide in Venice <laughs> that he canceled his Naples tour and came to a tile place Come here. You big sissy, man. Oh. Just say, well, well, what's the problem? Let yeah. me give you my point of view. Let me hear what you have to say. No, he didn't want to do that. And uh, make some promises that I'll never keep if I'm elected to the Uni- United States Senate. Come on. He also has faced a lot of criticism over the use of his private plane in between stops. Oh. You think he's going on a bus? He's not. He's flying a jet, mm. a private plane in between places. So it looks like he's a man of the people. He's on a bus and he's going from Collier County to Lee County to Sarasota County on a bus. He's not. He's flying. Well, that, how do they what is, have several buses? So he flies from one the place. He gets to wherever he's going before the bus arrives. Let's say he's in Naples, right? Yeah. So he's got. They got the bus in Naples. They say, "Well, this is not going to work. We got protesters." He gets in his plane. Well, let's get the hell. Let's go to Orlando. Well, how do they get the bus up there? Well, it's a four-hour drive. He makes the appearance for six hours later, and presto, the bus is there. The bus. Oh, you got to make more appearances mm-hmm. in six hours than that. No, he's not. He went right from Venice. Yeah. To Orlando. Well, and how he long canceled... does that take to fly? Not not long. Forty-five Less... minutes. 
I don't know. That's Orlando to Miami, you know, is an hour at the most. But on a little private plane, who knows? All I know is he's getting grief for that as well. And yeah, finally, um, he is, um, it, it was only yesterday that outside of the restaurant where he was eating in Sarasota, mm-hmm. Red Tide protesters jammed the sidewalk. And he was forced to use the back door and left after five minutes. A lot of people are pissed off about this. Republicans as well, especially a lot of rich Republicans that can't put their boats in the water. They can't go out anywhere because their propellers don't go through that muck. Have you noticed in his ads, though, he's grown hair out on the sides. Oh, he he's not cool. completely shaved. Yeah, they, they worked on him. Human. They worked on it. Well, you're right. When he... He doesn't look so much like an alien. Voldemort, yeah. yeah. what we would consider. <laughs> right. Exactly, an Mem- alien. Members of the crowd blew whistles at him and shouted, Coward! The governor, as he snuck out the back door yesterday in Sarasota. That's not right. good. Uh, no. Come he on. He can't face his electorate. He can't face his constituents. Like, a come on, Buster. Uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, and finally, he canceled another event up in the Panhandle at Santa Rosa Beach. Because they were protesting over a bill he signed earlier this year that restricts beachfront access in front of private homes. They say, hold on, it's the beach is the beach is the beach, but, you know, private homeowners say no way. And he signed it into law saying that's fine. I think there, I truly believe there ought to be a Florida law that mandates every, I don't it's know what the distance might be, <clears throat> that the public has access to, to the beach. Right. It can't be a so-called private, private beach for crying out loud. I, know. I don't think you can do that in Hawaii. I know you can't do it in the Virgin Islands. You have to allow access mm-hmm. to the beach. That's right. The man- Power to the people. Thank you. The manhunt <laughs> that shut down a lot of Winter Park streets yesterday during our program, and it shut down Rollins College. And lock- after. And locked down at Rollins for a couple of hours in the afternoon yesterday. Yeah. It all began when a man suspected of shoplifting at Goodwill shot a guy and fired at two other police officers. That's never going to work out well. Well, guess what? They got him in... Custody. He's 19 years old. His name is Gerard Vasquez. Nice move, asshat. No, no, Vasquez is his name. Asshat. Not I mean, asshat. he's an asshat. Oh, say goodbye to your future mm. if you had any in the first place. He fla- faces a slew of charges, and believe it or not, at 19, he faces the possibility of life in prison. Ooh. He stole like a couple of little piddly things, maybe totaling $45. And then when they saw him walking out, um, he was asked to return to the store. He ran away. They put out a APB for him. All points bulletin, that is, you know. Yeah, like a bolo. Be yeah, on the lookout. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. And soon he was yeah. spotted by a police nice. sergeant. Yeah. The sergeant started driving toward this Vasquez kid. Yeah. When she saw a male civilian running toward him, he fired at that guy, wounded him in the leg or the groin or something, the and hell? then he filed shots at the patrol car. With Not the, with the, a good idea. That's why he may spend the rest of his life in jail. Really pissed off. It took me another 15 minutes uh, to get home. Boo, wow, boo wow. Because the roads uh, closed. What a wah, wah. Uh-huh. All right, let me take a little break. Moe's oh, got, got more stuff, news. Yeah. Got plenty of, plenty, plenty of other things to uh, report about. We've got food. We've got the birthdays. Oh. Bonus round of closest to the pin at four on Real Radio 104.1. From news, the birthdays, the food, here's Mo. Oh, yes. Let's start today, September 18th. 2018. Oh boy. So it's September 1818. And today is National Cheeseburger Day. Oh, it's okay. a good time. Yeah, Not yeah. hamburger, cheeseburger. Unless you're a vegetarian. Well, right. Or a yeah. reducitarian, right? I'm a reducitarian. I know you are. That's or why I said an Orthodox it. Jew. Oh, you can't mix milk and meat. That's true. Cheeseburger, no good. Uh, but anyway, today, National Cheeseburger Day. So salute the mighty cheeseburger. 
and uh, make that part of your dinner plan. Sometimes I like it, Jen. It's just, you know, the, the patty, the cheese, the bun. Sometimes, you know, the whole works. Yeah, the works. I, you know. Right. You mean lettuce, tomato, onion, onion a little slice something. of red onion. Mm. Get that red onion on there. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm hungry now. They are having Saving an argument starving. between the sh- bike-sharing people are fighting. One of them has a place where you park your bike. It's an orange bike or right. something. It's called Juice Bike. I don't know. Anyway, they have all these bike places. Yeah, yeah. Put it at a docking station. Yeah, that's right. Well, there's non-docking people, dockless people, who say they're coming to Orlando, and the docking people are really annoyed. Yeah. And there's a big fight of brewing. Uh, the official that represents the businesses that rents bikes from the rack. Oh, sorry, through my pen. Says a proposed city ordinance opening the door for the dockless people could put the first company in jeopardy. In dockless, Orlando. docking, whatever. You know, it's Orlando's a, a terrible town to ride a bike. That's true. It's too hot. Now, we have some pathways, thank goodness. But, I mean, on the yeah. streets, I'm telling you, this is I one know. of the worst places in the United States to ride a bike. Right. What's next? Are they going to they bring those scooters, too? A lot of cities are having problems with these scooters. Scooters? Like, um, what are they called? A Vespa? No, there's no, like, like electric a scooter. Scooters. Like oh, electric, electric scooters. Electric scooters. Oh, They're like um, uh, electric, um, what do you call them? That I gave Pinkman, what do you call that damn thing? Oh, uh, like the, the electric hover? skateboard? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah skateboard. but with a handle. It's like a scooter. Right. Like, it's like, you know, when you were a kid. Right. That normally it was one foot. That right, but now they're electric. Yeah. With the tiny little wheels, they're crashing mm-hmm. into people and well here the cool thing about these dockless bikes they don't need to be locked up to an object or a rack and they have gps so now they've been studying this and now they're going to let the dockless mm-hmm. people come here but the regular bike people sharing people are are annoyed and there are fears that people will leave these dockless bikes any old of way course. and it's going to be a littered uh, just strewn about with, with bicycles. Yeah. You're going to be tripping over these bicycles all over the damn place. Because you don't have to return them to the docking station. You can just leave them. Just leave them right there. And the dockless people will go retrieve them, I guess. Yeah, clean up your mess. I don't know. It's going to be a mess. <laughs> Patty Sheehan says she thinks they're going to end up at the bottom of Lake Eola. Yeah, probably. Because people are being Weisenheimers, you know, and they just leave them. So anyway, she's annoyed about it as well. Uh, you mentioned the Olive Garden and the countdown clock. Uh, what do you a, think? 11 a.m. tomorrow, so take off four. Oh, 20 hours, less than 20 oh, hours later. I can't remember the last time I dined at an Olive Garden. And Not that it's a bad place. I just haven't been there in the years. The headline was, if you thought unlimited breadsticks were big, dot, dot, dot. So it's unlimited something, I would imagine. It's the last time you were at an Olive Garden. Mm, been a while. Uh, uh, Months or so. Oh, really? Mm. You, Casey? No, nah, since high school. Yeah, I've been oh, there in years and years and years. Oh, and I used to go to one in Pine Hills for lunch all the time. Yeah. That's the, the first time I ever heard somebody <laughs> say, that's Jim Phillips. Oh, pss, 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 pss. We're getting in line, ready yeah. to you know get a table. So, yeah, that's Jim Phillips. That's right. Did you give him the thumbs up? No, I said, geez. Oh, hey, they know me. What the hell? Uh-huh. You know, it was first time, you know, kind Someone of Someone recognized you out recognized there. Me, yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. You mentioned the Volkswagen story from last week. Uh, Thursday or late Thursday, early Friday, they decided they are no longer producing the Beetle. Next year, ending a model that has been on the road since the 1960s. Yeah, it's not the same thing. It's not the same. The you know the original Beetle, the air cooled engine. As soon as they did away with that, you know, mm-hmm. was it really a Beetle? Yeah, Beetle fans are not. They discontinued the original Beetle in 1979. It started in the 30s in Germany as a Hitler car. It was a car of the people. And, yeah, and then a Volkswagen, and then in the 60s, the Beetle was a. It was an iconic car, all right? So it was post-war, baby boom, everybody loved the Beetle. Well, anyway, turns out now they discontinued the Beetle, the original Beetle, in 79. 
Now, they made them in Mexico. They made them in Latin America, but they did not make mm-hmm. them in the U.S. of A. You could buy them here for under $2,000. About 20 years days. later, though, Jim, there was a rekindling of the beetle. And uh, that's been going on since the mid-90s. So yeah, about 20, 25 same. years later, er, came to a skid. Put that done. flower in there. It's kind of cute. Yeah. They call girl. it a, a playful touch. They say it's a playful touch. Mm. Nobody Just, wanna, I, don't I want a playful, playful touch. touch. I don't want a playful touch. Cute, playful touch. I'll decide if my car has a playful touch. Uh-huh. <laughs> the OSHA people, Occupational Safety and Health Administration, is fining five different contractors a lot of money for safety violations related to that pedestrian bridge down in Miami by FIU that came down and crushed a bunch of cars underneath. The very first day it was open. One employee killed, five others seriously injured when it came crashing down. It's already been six months. Crashed down in March. OSHA says they realized that the companies failed to protect workers when they had clear indications that a potential bridge collapse was evident. The Securities and Exchange Commission is uh, fining SeaWorld and the ex-CEO $5 million over investor fraud allegations. Oops. SeaWorld's penalty is $4 million. James Atchison must pay $1 million to settle fraud charges for misleading investors about the impact Mm -hmm. the anti-whale captivity documentary film Blackfish had on uh, Blackfish had on the company's, I guess, worth. Right. Oops. Uh, Ouch. Yep. Both of Florida's U.S. Senators agree that allegations against President Trump's Supreme Court nominee should be heard. Professor Christine Blasey Blasey Ford accuses Brett Kavanaugh of holding her down and groping her while they were in high school, putting her hand over her mouth when she, you know, tried to yell out. The Republican Marco Rubio, Marco Jr. Senator, of course, and Bill Nelson, Senior Senator, uh, say these allegations must be fully heard and Kavanaugh should be given the opportunity to respond. Yeah, what else are you going to say? Of course. That that wasn't really going out on a limb there. I think there. there's anything from 36 years ago that if somebody say, hey, remember 36 years ago when you, and you go, I have no idea what you're mm-hmm. talking about. No. All right. What year does that put it in? 80-something? No, I'm just saying take your own life and take it back 36 years. Some things you would remember. Yeah. But is there the chance where you go, I, I you know, really have really mm-hmm. no idea what mm-hmm. you're talking about. I don't remember that happening. I don't. I'm not trying to come to his defense, but I would uh, play devil's advocate. And uh, do you think uh, the do you think the, t- the the tables would be turned if it was Merrick Garland at the time when he was nominated to be a Supreme Court justice? Yeah. Had these allegations you been think? made, you think the Democrats would be saying, ah, "This is false allegations," and it's a it's a dog and pony show. It's a circus. It's a big hot mess. And nothing good is going to come out of this, whether it's the institution of the Supreme Court, whether it's the people involved, whether it's members of the Senate. It's just a hot mess. University of Central Florida students, faculty and staff can vote on campus prior to Election Day. UCF just announced that the school's Live Oak Event Center will serve as an early voting site open from Monday, October 22nd. Through Sunday, November 4th. The election, of course, is November 6th. Ever talk about that uh, story? I don't know whether, you know, I can't remember when it broke. Uh, The University of Central Florida took $38 million in money that was supposed to be used for operating expenses at UCF. Yeah. Some goofball out there decided, well, they're going to put it into into a building instead. That's true. And members of the state uh, legislature are apoplectic over this. Mm -hmm. So we allocated this money for operating expenses. Not to build a building. Not to build a building. Right. And I think the 
Mm-hmm. Essentially, got the, the the guy who made the decision, the guy at the top, he's resigned. And uh, we don't know how many other heads mm-hmm. might roll out there because of that. Congratulations. I just want to say, hey, dude, you know, not for nothing, I know this is for operating expenses, but, you know, I've been thinking, and I'd like your input, we'll take the operating expenses, $38 million, and uh, how about we just take that money and build a building? You think that's a good idea or not? Do you check with anybody? No, they just Did didn't. you even just say, I, I'm not sure about this? They said, look, we got a bucket of money. Let's build something. And they did. Yeah, but I say, this, you know, not for nothing, this money's supposed to be used for operating expenses and nothing else. But They'll I'm never thinking, know. But I'm thinking about using it to build a, a building out here. Uh-huh. What do you think? Ugh, no, they never ask anyone. Congrats. How about you a whole bunch of people out there involved? But knew, you know, said, I don't understand. Where'd you, dude, where'd you come up with the $38 is... million? Dollars? Mm. Where'd that come from? I know. Shh, don't tell anybody. It's supposed to be used for operating expenses. Shh. Yes, Keep it on the QT. Jim, congratulations to a Japanese billionaire in line to be the first person to fly as a tourist around the moon. All right. I think that would be cool. SpaceX announced in a webcast last night it plans to put Yusaku Mezawa on board this Big Falcon rocket. Don't hit the sukiyaki. Those days are now over with. Mm Mm-hmm. Asian Americans. Or the geisha girl uh, splashing about. Yeah, yesterday, uh, at least as far as this program is concerned, that came to an end. All right, listen. Fair enough. They call, they putting this guy, along with other NASA folks, of course, on some, I mean, uh, SpaceX people, on, on board something called a Big Falcon rocket or BFR. All right. Uh, you know what I mean by BFR? Oh, yeah. Falcon. Uh-huh. I think he's going to uh, wear one of those headbands, you know, with the rising sun on it. No, the, I don't believe he a is. A silk no. scarf, a Torah, Torah, Torah. Uh, Oops, could, sorry. I'm no, sorry. See, you I'm did sorry. it. You did it. I apologize. All right. Uh, he's No, that's the wrong. No. Uh, he, he's going on this private moon flight as soon as 2023. And um, Mr. Sweet, Mezawa oh, yeah. is inviting six to eight artists to join him on the four to five day journey, he calls hashtag Dear Moon. For those, how much preparation do you think you need for that? Oh, well, it's five More years than from Bill now. Nelson. I mean, you just strap in, they put a helmet on you, and off you go. Yeah. And you no. know, we'll bring you back, or do you have to See, I actually? Didn't realize, I, he can bring friends. He's bringing four to five. So friends. I've got four years to befriend this With gentleman, Mr. <laughs> Yusaku. Do you have a Facebook? But you're a passenger, right? Somebody's going to be <laughs> flying this thing or in right, charge of, of the controls, and you uh-huh. just sit there, look out the window. There's the moon. Oh my God! Give you a how-to manual. He's invited six to eight artists to join him on the trip. I didn't realize he could invite that many people. It's not like a bus. I don't know how he's inviting Space others. People. Oh yes. What do you mean? He's inviting six to eight artists. To join him on the four to five day journey. Do they say who he invited? Uh-uh. Oh, what a... It's a big thing. It's a big rocket. So it's ship. not just Mr. Mezawa. It's him plus, like he's got a plus six. Like going to a wedding, you get a plus one. Well, you got probably a pilot, co-pilot, flight engineer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a flight attendant, of course. Flight attendant. Yeah, you yeah they peanuts. hand out the uh, peanuts. What do you get? The tang and the... No, the space uh, ice cream. <laughs> you know, those dots. Those little... Dippin' dots. Do- yeah, ice those. cream of the future. Uh, right. So, but then... They throw t- it at you. It just floats yeah, by. Right. On top it. of all that, yeah. those people who know how to fly the rocket and, and the whatever, then Mr. Mezawa gets six to eight friends. He's how long the- is this trip? I don't know. And they're going around the moon, right? Around the moon. Is it like a day trip? Ooh. I mean, the moon's not all that far. Pretty far. Eh. Look, 245,000 miles. That's close. That about yeah, it? That's good. Am I close? You're very close. So they go around the other side of the moon. They can't see anything, right? Mm-mm. 
The dark side. Like it's like deep G- space. G- oh. G- gigantic spotlight or something. You gotta listen to some Floyd when they're doing that. I don't know. The dark side of the moon. I get it. You uh-huh. think they're gonna Boys. get high beforehand? Oh, I don't know. No, he's he's like this very very rich billionaire that in Japan. Elon Musk gets high too. So yeah, but he doesn't uh-huh. even know what he's doing. Did you see that? <laughs> he's, he's the guy sending mess. them to space. He's a hot mess. <laughs> that Tesla's, you know. I know. Uh, Stick I will... to what you know. Stick to rockets and and missiles and things like that. Oh, I see. Leave the cars to the car people. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Um, president. <laughs> The president will visit the hurricane-ravaged Carolinas tomorrow. And bring in the bounty. The White House yeah, he's going to throw paper towels at folks. I don't think that's happening again. Uh, he'll do something. The exact itinerary is still being worked out. Florence is already blamed for the deaths of more than 30 people. It's awful. Last week, the White House said a trip would happen after it's determined that his travel wouldn't disrupt rescue or recovery efforts. So there's that. Um, let's... They haven't even reached flood stage, many of these rivers. Is that right? They haven't peaked yet. I know, no. Fayette, Fayetteville, excuse me. I think they were saying you live within a mile of whatever the river that runs through there. Yes. Uh, you know, uh-huh. notify your next of kin if you decide to stay. Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band, Jim. Well, not the whole band, but Bob Seeger has announced the dates for his final tour. The Detroit rock legend will start. I thought it was about 15 years ago. No, no. He's doing a final go-round. Finally turning that page, huh? It'll be a six-month traveling man tour beginning this November in Grand Rapids and ending May 2nd. So it's about a six-month tour in Houston. Seen him him lately. looks like Burl Ives. Oh, he does? Beard and all? Back back in his heyday. And I had the long hair, he had the beard, you know, the leather jacket, the whole mm-hmm. thing. He was a big, big, big deal. Traveling man, isn't he? Yeah, just, you know, and he probably admitted, I think he has, he's just kind of grandpa, you know, it's grandpa looking. He's got those big suspenders, you know, that clip onto your Sansa belt coach's shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tour, <laughs> not only will the tour include these, the final plate of cities, but will also include some makeup dates after he had to cancel shows last year for health reasons. The 73 year old singer and songwriter has been performing for 56 years. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised if he's diabetic. And had considered retiring from touring. Why would he be diabetic? <laughs> he looks like it to me. He looks that, like he might be diabetic. How does someone look who's diabetic? You're profiling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, profiling. Look him up. A little bit. Wilford look it Burnley. up. Look at do a wiki, a Wikipedia on him and see, you know, privately, personal life, you know, What was this, his that. health issue And then he'll go down, health issues. Yeah. Here's a here's a woman who he wears is, some socks, you know, with the oh blue and red bands on the top. <laughs> no, he doesn't wear stripies. Have you the seen circulation him? socks? If you no, saw if those. you saw Bob Seger on stage he was now, so handsome and I said that's Bob Seger, no. you would say you have got to be kidding you me. No, well, I don't know about any of that, but I I know that Bob Seger was giant in his day. He was. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. Now he's he was one sick of the, last year. One of the year, biggest names in rock and roll back. history. No question about it. Right. Terrific music. That's terrific right. albums. Yes, sir. I was taking the grandkids to the park. <laughs> Julie Chen, Jim, is leaving CBS's chat show, The Talk. What? Oh, no. CNN confirmed she'll make the announcement in a videotaped message that will that aired on today's episode. However, she's going to make that tape from her lawyer's office. No, she's reported- <laughs> I get out of this prenup. She's reportedly <laughs> still going to host the reality competition series Big Brother, where she now identifies herself as Julie Chen Moonves. It's probably already been produced. Chen is expected to ex- no, it's live. Like Big they, Brother is live. They kick somebody off every oh, okay. week. Yeah, all that kind of Chen is expected to explain on this videotape why she departed the CBS show but uh, stayed on the other one after her he- husband Les Moonves was ousted as head of the network over sexual misconduct allegations. You like to be him, and she stands by her man. Though. Maybe he can hang around with Matt Lauer now. 
No. Oh, wow. Wrong hey, network. Yo. Different. Uh, Hell's could get a coffee <laughs> they in the Hamptons. They don't bother with each other. Oh, they, they will now. Yeah. Different, different uh, networks. They're the only ones that will hang out with one another now. Exactly. Yeah. They're both out at their respect. They're both tainted networks. and unclean, though. Right? So they then they have a tainted and unclean hey, coffee club? club? Doing anything lately, and I got some free time. Let's go to the olive oil store and oh. get some premium olive oil. Nice. <laughs> Kevin uh, Spacey. Uh, oh, yeah. Kevin Spacey walks by. He's like, hey, guys. They're like, oh, God, it's this guy. Uh, Jeez. Can he be part? The, look out for the guy. He likes to put his hands down the other guy's pants. Oh, yeah. boy. You're not invited. He can't be part <laughs> of the sexual innuendo club oh, or whatever no. it's called. Sexual no, 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 no. Oh. Moonves and, and Lauer. Yeah. Hanging around with Spacey. No. What about Charlie Rose? Can he be part of the coffee club? Sure I don't think one. anybody wants to be around Charlie Rose. Okay, what about Garrison <laughs> Keeler? Can he be around them? Can he be part of the coffee I, club? I don't know all the allegations. You know, there right, are fine. things about Garrison Keeler, but I don't think anything that was mm. it's exactly what he did. It was just a mishmash of kind of. I see. I think Garrison Keeler got to the point he got so old. So whatever. Yeah. Last night was the Emmys, and um, yeah. I didn't watch it, but I heard it was just blah. Uh, they comedians Colin Jost and Michael Che from SNL's Weekend Update were that. hosting. I didn't watch it. They were not nearly as provocative as people expected them to be. Forgot about that. Forgot about Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. Watching all the sad oh. faces on oh. CNN and MSNBC. Mm-hmm. We're very concerned we were about this Kavanaugh see- story. Oh, boy. We were trying to see if HBO was going to lose its domination to Netflix, but they actually tied with 23 awards each. Mm. Lame. More non-white actors and actresses were also nominated than ever before. The number one movie, uh, movie TV show for best comedy series... Yeah. Was the marvelous Mrs. Maisel? It's a good show. So not only did they get the comedy series, they got the lead actress and the supporting actress in a Casey, comedy. Casey, you watched The Crown? No. Did anybody watch The Crown? I heard no. some people talking about that this morning. Oh yeah, The Crown. Oh, I love The Crown. Do you love The Crown? Yeah, I love The Crown. Never uh, seen it. Okay. You know who else? Uh, Barry. That Barry show one. That's I good. like that. That's a good one. Henry Winkler. And you seen it all? Yeah. Bill How about Hayden. that last episode? Oh, so great. Spoiler alert. No, it's like, what the? Yeah. So Winkler won? Yes. He's good. And so did Hater. Oh, nice. Oh. So there you go. Nice. Um, well, let's see. Uh, Game of Thrones won Best Drama Series. Yeah, it did. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, yeah, the woman who was lead actress in a drama was in The Crown. Her name is Claire Foy. Uh, the Americans won stuff. Westworld won stuff. A lot of Game of Thrones stuff. Where can you Where um, can you start watching the Americans from season one, episode one? Is there a, is Hulu? Does Hulu have it or Netflix? Where is that? Where does that it air might initially? be on Hulu? Because it's an FX show. Because everybody, lots of people love that program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you, you seen it? I haven't seen it. No, I want to, but. I got other shows. RuPaul's Drag Race won the best now? reality competition. RuPaul, did you ever watch the Drag Race? Nah, I've uh, been to, yeah, no. I'm, yeah, no. you've been to a drag show, I know. I've been to enough where uh, I don't want to watch RuPaul. Oh, well, she's I've won. been in drag. I know. But anyway, not the only. Drag Race. The series won, and RuPaul in won. Drag. I know. And RuPaul won also for host. So oh, that's good. Uh, they All got right. a couple of awards. That was a big deal. All right. All right, just saying. And Move then, on to some birthdays. Oh, I got birthdays. Say some of this other news. We've got plenty oh. of stuff. We'll need it today. Kanye. Not that we don't have, not that we don't have Jack's audio file uh, and no Fritz oh on God. the street. I got a story about Kanye West, too. Ooh. But I'll oh, save hold that. The phone. Is he crazy again? Saving it. Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, happy, happy birthday today again. to soccer superstar from Brazil, Ronaldo. Oh. How old is Ronaldo, Jim? <sighs> Ronaldo. Ronaldo yeah. is now 
Portuguese Ronaldo? Brazilian, yes, you mean? Yeah. Brazilian Ronaldo. I thought he was Brazilian. No, he's Portuguese. No, he's oh, uh, he won everything. From the Azores or something. Oh, maybe. So I don't know what Ronaldo, Ronaldo you're talking that about. Ronaldo, the one what who won Ronaldo? The World Cup Ronaldo. The pretty boy, the pretty yes. boy Ronaldo? Correct. Yeah, 40. Uh, I'll say I'll say 38. No, 39. Jim, 42. Oh, whatever. He looks right. Yeah. Is that the same Ronaldo? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I'll have to show you his picture. Uh, pretty boy, the one with the big Adam's apple. I didn't look at his Adam's apple. I'm sorry to say. What are you looking at? Uh, never mind. <laughs> uh, happy, happy birthday. Here's a, a two for Tuesday to Lance Armstrong and Jada Pinkett Smith. Same age, same everything. Hmm. Birthday, same day, same year, same everything. Lance Armstrong and Jada 40... Pinkett Smith. 46. 46. Ooh. Yeah, I think so, right? I'm in that, I'm in that think zone. think you're close. So? 49. Ooh. Oh, 47. 47 is exactly right. Oh, oh we yeah. got a <laughs> You were very close there, Puff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, finally. Bring it on. Uh, the, well, now, he, he was a neurosurgeon. Now he's in the, the United States cabinet as, as HUD secretary, I believe. Ben Carson. Oh, is he still sleeping? Dr. Sleepy Carson. <laughs> yep, that's the one. How old is he? Uh, my wife ordered this dining room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Remember he got stuck in an elevator and freaked? You know, in a, in a, like a, what do you call it? In the projects. Yeah, right. yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he was more freaked <laughs> that he was in the projects, which is what HUD does. You know, yoo-hoo. But anyway, he goes to the projects and he goes in the elevator and gets stuck between floors. And I thought I thought he was going to freak or make it his pants. It was really bad. 63. I think I was stuck in an elevator in the projects. I might make it my pants, too. <laughs> you might. <laughs> What'd you say? 63. Uh. I'd Ooh. be upset getting uh. stuck in the elevator here. 66. Uh, 62. Jim, 67. Oh, oh, well, he looks yeah. younger. And that's the la di Just call me Moira. We're going to open up the lines. Casey will choose one of you at random. Let them all blink, then just pick one of them, Casey, to play against Pinkman in a bonus round of closest to the pin, or do the two of you want to compete against one wow. another? We'll decide during the break on Real Radio 104.1. A place to convey your ear-candling disappointment. I don't know. I just thought there would be, you know, like more stuff. Real Radio 104.1. From... And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right. Time for a bonus round of closest to the pin. Cody's on the line. Let's uh, decide to see what Cody wants to do. All right, Cody, you can either uh, choose to have uh, Casey two times play against Pinkman, or you can play against Pinkman yourself. What do you want to do? I will play against Pinkman. You're going to play against Pinkman. Okay, hold on there, Cody. Pinkman, go to the soundproof booth. There he goes. Casey, you're in charge of the bridge. Yes, sir. All right, Mo, here's a copy. There's some typos there, so... Uh, I'm not worried. There you go. Okay. Right, I know good. you can handle it. I know. All right, Cody, I got 10 questions for you, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, buddy, here we go. Countdown. Three, two, one, begin. Cody, TV personality Julie Chen, the husband of Les Moonves, is leaving the show called The Talk. How old is Julie Chen? 57. Talk about Julie. Actress Julie Christie starred in the hit movie Dr. Zhivago that was released in what year? 2003. 
The so-called October Russian Revolution began in what year? The what? The October Russian Revolution began in what year? 1994. Revolution is a song released by the Beatles in what year? 1968. The Beatles' George Harrison died in what year? 84. How old is actor Harrison Ford? 71. Ford starred in the movie Blade Runner that was released in what year? 89. The men's marathon has been part of the modern Olympics since what year? Oh, uh, I have no idea. 18... The women's marathon has been part of the modern Olympics since what year? Uh, 1980. Get it within 25. You went out right. If Jim Phillips was a crow in Athens, Greece, the birthplace of the Olympics, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Ankara, Turkey? 1,115. Time. All right. 1,115. 1,115. That's what he said. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, then. Mm -hmm. See how this goes. Here comes Mr. Pinkman. Yeah. Now, Mr. Pinkman does have a handicap today because he's playing against a caller. Uh-huh. So he's going to have to find right. the dice. We set his handicap at 18, then whatever he rolls, we add on to 18. That will be his handicap for this afternoon. Do you have oh, yeah. dice in hand? Yes. All right. Here we go. Nine. Uh-huh. All right, okay. There you oh, go. Oh, boy. 27, right? Yep. Ten questions, including the crow question. Are you ready? Yes. There we go. Three, two, one, begin. Pink ETV personality Julie Chen, the husband of Les Moonves, is leaving the show called The Talk. How old is Julie Chen? 54. Talk about Julie. Actress Julie Christie starred in the hit movie Dr. Zhivago that was released in what year? 1962. The so-called October Russian Revolution began in what year? Uh, 1946. Revolution is a song released by the Beatles in what year? 1967. The Beatles' George Harrison died in what year? Uh, 1978. How old is actor Harrison Ford? He is 72. Ford starred in the movie Blade Runner that was released in what year? 1981. The men's marathon has been part of the modern Olympics since what year? Uh, 1920. The women's marathon has been part of the modern Olympics since what year? 1970. Get it within 25. You went out right. If Jim Phillips was a crow in Athens, Greece, the birthplace of the Olympics, you would have to fly how many miles to reach Ankara, Turkey? Uh, 346. Time. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. How many go. miles uh, do they have to work with? 25. Just 25. Okay. Let's oh, score boy. it. How old is Julie Chen of the show called The Talk? Formerly of The Talk. Cody said? Uh, 57. Pinkman. 54. She's 48. Pinkman. Talk about Julie, uh, actress Julie Christie. Uh, she was a knockout. I know you thought so. Starred in the hit movie Dr. Zhivago, released in what year, Cody said? 2003. Uh, Pinkman. 62. 65. Pinkman gets another. The so-called October Russian Revolution began in what year, Cody said? 94. Pinkman. 1946. That's no, 1917. Mm-hmm. Pinkman has three. Revolution is a song released by the Beatles in what year, Cody said? 68. Pinkman. He won under him, 67. Right on the money, 1968. <laughs> oh, oh, damn it. Uh, Cody comes back, three to two. The Beatles' George Harrison died in what year, Cody said? 84. Pinkman. 78. 2001. It's now tied up. Five mm-hmm. to go. 
How old is actor Harrison Ford? Cody said. 71. Pinkman. He one-upped him at 72. 76. Ah, good, wow. good choice, Pinky. Ford starred in the movie Blade Runner that was released in what year? Cody said. 89. Pinkman. 81. 82. Oh, Pinky. Oh, Three to go. A commanding lead. The men's marathon has been part of the modern Olympics since what year? Cody said. 1857. Pinkman. In 1920. 1896. Mm, that's, that's the Pinkman. math. Yeah, it's Is math. it Pinkman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The women's marathon has been part of the modern Olympics since what year? Cody said. 1980. Pinkman. 1970. 1984. Oh. What's the score? Cody. Uh, all right. Cody has two, three, four, and Pinkman has three, six, six. Cody, it's the only way. Get it within 25, you went out right if Jim Phillips. Was a crow in Athens, Greece, the birthplace of the Olympics. Righto. Uh, Jim would have to fly how many miles to reach Ankara, Turkey? Cody said. 1,115. Pinkman said. 346. In fact, I would have to fly if I was in Athens to reach Ankara, or Ankara, Turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Istanbul, not, Constanta- that's, uh, uh, not that's Constantinople. That's a different city. Yeah. I know. I'm just I'm trying just to. trying to throw it in Whatever. There. All right. I would have to fly a total of 509 miles. Pinkman gets it and wins the game. I'm sorry, Cody. 24 hours of bad luck Uh-oh. for you starts right now. Uh-oh. Remember, close only counts <laughs> uh. in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pin, pin, pin. Yeah, Dr. Zhivago. With, uh, what's his name? What was, the, what was the guy with the mustache, the bridge player? What was his name? Uh, the Sheikh. Omar who, Sharif. Omar Sharif, yeah. Points. Oh, well, I mean... Uh, no. Uh, but, no. no. <laughs> who else was in that movie? Who played the bad guy? No. Yeah, who played the bad guy? Far is bad enough. I don't know. Racist. <laughs> what? It was Rod Steiger. Come no, on. him, yeah. Okay. Are you looking it up? He's looking it up. Well, yeah, so. you shouldn't do that. I, you know, that's mm. just not, that's just not right. I've never seen the take... movie. you never seen Dr. Zhivago? No. Yes, a little no. dated, probably. A little but for its time, it was a big hit. It was a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Oh, who could forget Alec Guinness was in it? No, oh, sir, sir, Alec, Alec Guinness. Guinness. To you. Mm-hmm. He's Obi-Wan. Righto. He hated that role. He did? He did. That's what they Why? say. Uh, it, it was a Peace space ball. opera in mm-hmm. the late 70s. He's kind of above it. Oh, yeah. foo-foo. Till the checks came in. Yeah, oh, yeah. Foo-foo. Like, oh, my. Still <laughs> making those toys. Mm-hmm. Was he in The Bridge Over the River Kwai? I think so. Is it Alec Guinness? Wasn't everyone in that? Just about. Mm. William Holden. He was in the bridge over the river. Why? Yeah, he was the one who had the mustache like I have now. Yeah. Where there's a space in the middle? Yeah, space in the middle, a little bit down from the nose. Yeah. It's very dashing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is dapper, too. Yeah. Good luck, man. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been trimming it? And do a certain Every shape. single night I oh. trim it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have these tiny, teeny little scissors Skizzers? because I have to cut it above the line of uh-huh. the upper line of my upper lip. Sure. I have to keep it above that. Right. And then it's, I think it looks rather nice. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I feel more British. Do you? You look I do. more British. Mm. Don't I? Yes. Distinguished. If I didn't know any better, I'd say you were British. A spy, perhaps. <laughs> a spy? Mm-hmm. I don't think he looked like a spy. 
Original Drinkwater, BBC News. Right there. Let's go to our man in Nairobi. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jack is not with us today. He's got a management meeting. Some kind of collusion. Manager's with meeting. Yeah, whatever. Where they all sit around the pool and drink Mai Tais. Oh, that's and- right. Congratulate each other on how wonderful a job they're doing. That's true. And then they say, oh, we have a team-building exercise. Are they climbing a rock yeah. wall or no. something? What are they doing? They split into, into teams, and they say, which one can make the biggest cannonball in the pool? Right. <laughs> or, or the best pina colada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to sell them out. Which but, team can oh, make a what? What faster know? margarita? What, you got photos? I may have heard that there might be bowling involved. Get out uh, of here. What kind of manager's meeting is this? One where Silly. they go bowling, apparently. I put food on their table, and they're over there, you know, bowling and yeah. drinking up a storm wherever they are. I don't even know where they are. Let's make this fiscal year a turkey, everybody. <laughs> Get it? Three strikes uh, in a row. Ha-ha. Team building exercise. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, right. So, anyway, no Jack's audio file today. Mm. Uh, I didn't get to this on uh, Monday. So what is your, you're having a midlife crisis, no, no. Mr. Pingham? Uh, 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 a quarter what? life crisis. A quarter life crisis. Quarter life crisis, Jim. What, what's the difference? <laughs> He's 25. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I might be midway through my life. I wouldn't know that. Well, yet, let's though. call it a quarter-life crisis. Okay. Yeah, what that's is the thing. I went to, I was sitting around watching football on Sunday. Then I get a text that's like, hey, bro, I got some extra tickets to Fall Out Boy if you want to go. Not Fall Out And I'm boy. like, oh, I listened to them in middle school. Let me go check that out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So many young children there. Young I, teens. I, it's the first time my mortality has ever come into my conscience in any way. Uh, you're really? not having a crisis. You have a crisis when you want to buy a sports car. Oh, thank God! But when After you, go you get places, married, when oh, you go no. places and everyone is 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 like significantly younger than you are, and they're liking the music, and you remember it from your middle school days, you start to feel like, what am I doing here? A, a little bit of an existential freak. He's having yeah, like they a call little, you every, sir. Everybody's old. They call you ma'am. <laughs> no. right? uh, that's bad. No one called me, ma'am. Though. No, I know no. that. You're gonna See, get married. You're gonna get married next right. year, and all of a sudden, it's gonna be, uh, you know, well, you know, we need a new vehicle. You know, maybe we'll, who knows? Maybe we'll be starting a family soon, and uh, so, sure. Guess what? Oh no, you get to drive a van. No, never. Yeah, a van. SUV. Oh, oh. You're thinking, I want a sports car. I want something fast. I want a lot of horsepower. Big cubic engine. She's uh, gonna put the cable on Cubic inch engine, you know, and all that stuff. No, honey, no, we can't do that. We're getting no. Get a conversion van. An SUV. Oh, oh yeah, like a box truck or like a, a florist van? That's no, a van. it's going to be a van with the yeah. sliding door. Oh, the door, yeah. Pinkman, it's the first time maybe of many times where you'll go someplace and you'll be the oldest one there. It'll be fine. they got a compartment for your ball uh. and chain. <laughs> I'm not getting a minivan. Uh, just famous last words. Yeah. Man, there's a dollar. The worst like... driver, ma- male drivers of minivans are the worst drivers on the road. Right. Oh, because they this... are so pissed off. Yeah. Sticker they, they, families they, I the always wanted a fast car. I said, someday are going to make it. And when I get to make it, I'm going to get me up one of those things I wanted when I was in high school. And then all of a sudden they're uh-huh. married. They got a couple of kids and the and the wife, the partner saying, Damn oh, it. no, we can't do that. You have to think of the children's safety. I just want a sensible Toyota 4Runner and call it a day. Thank you very much. <laughs> no no minivans. Mm. I'll bet you a dollar I never get a minivan. 
It won't be up to you. No. Nope. I bet you a dollar I won't let it happen. Oh, oh yeah. I've Listen heard that him, one before. Guy. Oh, please. Oh, That's wow. just silly. Yeah, I'll go $2 on that Deal. One. Mm -hmm. I'll like go get an apartment in the bad side of town and live by myself before I drive a minivan. No. <laughs> With the my worst. They are the chair. worst drivers. They are so mad. Angry, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I've been cut off by minivans before. And they're mad all the time, whether they're on I-4, well, whether they're pulling them. into the parking lot of church on Sunday. They're just all pissed off. Ugh. I don't blame them. kids. Look at this yeah, damn thing. Mm -hmm. got Cheerios in my cargo shorts. I've got juice on my shirt. I'm pissed off. I'm driving this dumb minivan. They're getting the damn stroller stuck in the back. They can't get out. Get the, get the, yeah. out of there. A Sharpie on the seats. I told y'all not to leave your crayons. What are you going to gonna do today? Well, I was thinking about watching some, uh, you know, football. some football. Oh no, we're going to the park and you know, push no. the kids around the park. Mm -hmm. no. <laughs> kids can watch some goddamn football. No, yeah. that's not happening. No, you got to go down to the Funky Monkey. Hmm? I don't How many like times this. do I have to tell you not to eat those French fries in our van, in our family van? Seriously. God. The new ones come with built-in vacuum cleaners. Have you seen that? Oh. <laughs> yeah, they do. Really? That's very cool. The uh, Chrysler. Oh, I had a story about men buying women's underwear. I did. I just closed it. It was talking about Victoria's Secret, which sells ladies' undergarments, but they really just market to men. All of the sexy, you know, the the angel fashion shows, and all of the women walking the catwalk in the sexy underpants. You know, women are not. That's not geared for women. Women are looking for comfort and they're looking for um, support of, and reliability. You know, that it's going to. As a matter of fact, I am now predicting. I am like Faith Popcorn, the great visionary, marketing visionary. Yeah. And I am now, I am now, if you want to make some money, here's what you do. Okay. You invest in granny panties. Because in the Me Too movement, women are going to say, we're going to wear whatever we damn well please. You know, we're not wearing something that goes way up our tuchus. You know, oh, or that anything that what, you know gets you, you're getting excited over something. Well, too bad. I'm wearing what's comfortable. They're gonna get those uh, those underpants like they hand out when you're in the navy. Yes, <laughs> and uh, you know, and, mm -hmm. and they're gonna say we don't care whether you see the seams or not. That's that that's your problem, not ours. Oh, we want to be lines. comfy, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, give a give us a pat on the rear end, and you get your you get your hands stuck under the seams. We don't care. Mm -hmm. We're wearing those because they're a lot more comfy. Mm -hmm. I am predicting return. Of the regular of size underpants. grandma underpants. Regular size underpants are not grandma underpants. I'm talking about grandma oh, underpants. Pants. Yeah, regular right. for grandmas. All right. Except for the everybody. way the women, the what they wore in the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but back okay. when a broad was a broad. I'm not even but, sure. Who do I buy into for this investment? I'm not sure. We'll have to do some <laughs> research, but I imagine there's some young entrepreneur out there. Yes. I love when I see these uh, these profiles. They'll and they and you know, what's your occupation? You know, somebody. Well, he's Joe Schmo, plumber. You know, and he's being interviewed about something. Or let's say the the net, <clears throat> excuse me, the network news is out there doing a report on. Yes. Um, you know, uh, voter sympathies in the Midwest and, uh, you know, uh, Ari Thompson, a teacher. And then there's always somebody, entrepreneur. What do they make? <laughs> what exactly? does that mean? Well, that's vague. That means I don't have a job. I'm sitting in the coffee shop. I got my laptop. You know, I got my, I got my iPhone or whatever. Yes. I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm trying an to get entrepreneur. By. All right. Just trying to get by. I'm just trying to get by. 
And now Starbucks lets you use their bathroom without questioning. So that's why they hang out at Starbucks and they, they call themselves an entrepreneur. Where was I going with this? I'm not sure exactly. I don't know either. Mm. Trying you, to make some kind of Do you have connection. a mobile phone holder uh, it's in an your entrepreneur. Vehicle. Some entrepreneur oh. is out there said, that's a good idea. I heard on the Phillips file, let's find a plant. We can probably make them, make them in China as long as there are no tariffs on them. And we'll ship them back to the United States. Right. Make a zillion dollars. Just selling regular, we call it regular. Come up with a name. That's the key. It's all in marketing. Got to be clever. You yeah, got sure. to see. You, you got to convince more than half of the U.S. population, mm -hmm. female population, that this is the way to go. Hmm. Granny panties have that a certain connota connotation. No woman wants to be caught dead in those. No, no, no. They want to be in them. They just don't want to be referred to as wearing granny panties because once you put them on, oh, it's comfort city. You slip those on, and they're just right. You're yeah. moving around. Yeah, you know? I don't know. About you could moving even, around. you could you could probably even wear them outside to take the garbage down to the no, curb. No, you could not do that. Sure, you can. <laughs> no, I do. No. What? In my underpants, certainly. That's so, weird. My yeah, husband my, went outside in his bathrobe, and I thought that was like shocking. Yeah, that's what's covering up. But if you told me you're going in your Underwear, I think, is really shocking. You're wearing you can't tell. And when it's dark, what do you mean you can't night, tell? You know, people say when it says shorts or it's a bathing suit or whatever, you can't tell what they're. People but I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying, granny panties are coming back because they are because they are. They're 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 not tight. It just you just kind of you're feeling good in those things. Mm -hmm. You'd be surprised, even though I don't know the figure. And by the way, I like to mm -hmm. say right now, I'm not one of them. Okay. Uh, probably the percentage of men who prefer wearing women's underwear as opposed to regular men's cotton, whatever. Yes. BVDs oh, or Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> what do you think the percentage is? I know what the percentage is. You do? I do. Of men who wear women's underwear? Who prefer uh -huh. wearing women's underwear. Mm-hmm. 31%. No, it's not that hot. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 20%. Anybody else just take a stand um, on it? What do you think? 12. Ooh, that's yeah, a good guess. Uh, what did you say, Pinky? I said 20. Oh, I think it's less than that. No, maybe. I'll go high. I'll take the high road. I'll say 25. 25% of men prefer wearing women's underwear? Yes. No, it's 8%. Oh, Casey. Or did I just yeah. make that up? I don't, I don't know. know. Who knows? It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Coca-Cola has announced that they are partnering with a Canadian marijuana producer to make cannabis-infused drinks. That way, when the soda starts eating away at your insides it won't hurt as much. Speaking of weed, a main restaurant is now getting their lobsters high off marijuana before killing them because quote, it is more humane. Finally, Ted Cruz, growing more desperate in his campaign against Beto O'Rourke, is now claiming his opponent will ban barbecue. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski I Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com and transmission. If it lasts more than four hours, call us. 407-916-1041. Toll free, 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. Oh, how do you save money when you're carrying a lot of debt? Well, you don't want to pay...
Little trial for this uh, Tuesday. No Fritz on the street today. This is some kind of conspiracy uh, going on. More on that in a few minutes. Here's John on Real Radio. Go ahead, John. Hey, guys. Um, I want to talk about the pickleball tournament for, uh, for a minute, but I also wanted to touch on something Pinkman said that when I was on uh, hold. Uh, Toyota 4Runner, great vehicle. I've got one with about 370,000 miles on it, 20 years old. It's a great vehicle. Two, I went to the Fall Out Boy concert with my 13-year-old daughter. Yeah. And if you want to feel even better, go to a Paul Simon concert. You'll feel so young. <laughs> I, I was there. I yeah. was there with C Lane, and it was we were the one percenters. So I'll bet. Know, I'll bet the median nice. age of that Paul Simon concert was seventy-five, sixty or something. Yeah. At oh. least. At least. Anyway, so, what was, about pickleball? Yeah, I was. Um, I was Jim Colbert's partner and? in the pickleball tournament. Is and, he any good? Uh, I'm sorry. It, 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 he <laughs> is. He is surprisingly competitive. He's very oh, competitive. Oh, yeah. There's no question about that. I said, was he any good? Well, that's a big difference there between the question. I know who this is. You have a beard, right? This is the guy, I, and he's a I great. Do. I do. He's a great yeah. hugger. This one, this guy on the yeah. phone, a great. He couldn't wait see, to I'm get compa- his. You know, I'm competitive on me. and yeah, I'm good oh, on the pickleball see, court. Listen to you. You could you couldn't keep Jimmy out of the kitchen. Which uh, is, oh, I see. saw him playing. He went in the kitchen. You're not supposed to go in the no, kitchen. No, you can't go in the kitchen. Yeah. You can't keep him out of the kitchen. That's bad. <laughs> I get it. Uh, I get yeah. it. Oh, several different there. ways. Yeah, see. Yeah. Oh, boy. You know, we, we are, are the great. walking wounded here at this radio station. <laughs> I haven't met anybody Every yet who played in that pickleball tournament who said, I feel like a million bucks. Nope. Oh, it was horrible. And I was even asking Pinkman while we were there. I was like, this is a this is a game for, for Old, older people? Yes. This is That's crazy. So uh, <laughs> in, in the promos, it was saying why I put half of Florida, you know, over 60 population in physical therapy, and now we know why. Right? Yeah, but I'll tell you, those old farts, they, can, they, out, they, they outran all of us out there. Thank you, John. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, my God. It was fun, There's though, There's not right? one person I've, that no. I know of that was part of that pickleball tournament who said, Oh man, that was absolutely great. I feel like a million bucks, and I haven't exercised in many Saturday, months. But boy, Sunday, Monday, too—it's now three days after. My knees are killing me. Seventy-two hours. Yesterday, I thought they would be complaining because it was Monday after the Saturday, right? But then I thought by today they're on the mend. All these young guys around the hall, every single one is worse than the day before. Saw Sean, saw the news Terrible. junkie, you know, ships passing in the night. Yeah. Sean just kind of, you know, he, he falls into back, a seat. falls yeah. back into his seat, uh, his uh, chair at his desk. Like, Thunk. In C Lane's defense, he's been hobbling for a few years now. Well, that's true. Thank you. There was Not a little bit of a C Lane. There was a pickleball hobble, and then there's his regular hobble. It looked like it was a bit of a pickleball hobble. Well, I got a C Lane hobble after the pickleball. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I mentioned to somebody today, or maybe my wife said, "I'm walking like sea lane." Stop it! What are you saying exactly? <laughs> well, you know, you know, he's got, yeah. you know, he's, he's got, got some, some medical aches stuff and pains. Going on. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. what's up, man? Come watch me play guitar later. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had somebody ask me if I would join them at it. They were drinking after. Did you know this, Pinkman? Who? Everybody went drinking after. Oh, where would they go? People went different places. Oh, I think. see. I... At least I got an invite. I was happy about that. I, didn't I go got because, out of there. So I got to get out of here. Because you were sweating so much. No, it's because I was soon to be paralyzed and would not be able to move. <laughs> and I, I wanted to be able to get to my vehicle yeah, yeah. before my legs stopped working. They gave out. <laughs> I got to my car and hopped in and thought, I'm going to be fine. And then everything seized up. And by the time I got to my home, I couldn't get out of the vehicle because everything had totally cramped. I have a truck. Oh, you could, it's a big you, truck. How'd you get into it? Well, there's a handle. Oh, you have to hold. And usually when you get in a truck like that, you put oh, you your left yourself, hand and you kind of haul yourself, yourself up, up a little there, bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to put, number one, throw my briefcase into the cab. 
Sure. I mean, throw it across into the into other the seat. Other, yeah. And then put both hands on the handle mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and pull it. myself no, up. No, no, no. You're kidding. Me. Are you making a joke? <laughs> like in Tom Cruise in the movie Fourth of July and a Born on the Fourth of July. Yes. You know, and I'd pull myself oh, up, up and put my tuchus in the seat. Oh, my. So when I get out now. Yeah. I open the door. I understand. I turn around facing the. You put your knees out. Yeah. No, I put my legs straight. Oh. Like I'm going down a slide. Yeah. <laughs> at the playground. I understand. And I lean back and I just got. I just slip, slip yourself down. Out until your feet hit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and hopefully a break at that particular oh point. Oh, my God. And then I grab onto the door and then <clears throat> get myself up. Oh, my. Vertical. I would say it was, you know, the fact that we are on the older end of the continuum around here. But then I saw every young person in the same po- in the same boat, and I didn't feel so bad. They were all hobbling around today. Everybody. Yep. <laughs> I haven't heard the monsters. Other than that, it was a great game. No, did they? Yeah. Are they hobbling too, monsters? Oh yeah, of course oh, they sorry. are. Yeah, you've seen them. I've seen them. Angel, every time I walk by, he's sitting there on the couch with his feet up in the <laughs> office. <laughs> Yeah, he's always reclining on the couch. Hello, so. But that's nothing new. He's always reclining. Uh, yeah. Fun. You know, if you can play on a regular, it's like any other sport. You of know, you the, your it. muscles kick in and you get in better shape. And, yeah. you know, you have more, you know, uh, yeah. uh, wind, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Where you don't think the heart's going to explode after you <laughs> hop around for a couple of seconds. <laughs> and I didn't understand. I got home and I th- actually thought I'm sitting there, okay. I sat. I sat in a bath. You did not. I did. You went right from the car into a bathtub. I told Kat. I called Catherine on the phone on the way home. Said, "Please start this run hot a water. hot tub. Put some Epsom salts in there. I can't move. I got in there. I thought they're gonna. I thought she's gonna have to hoist me out of there with a block and tackle, like pulling an engine block out of a car. Stop it. To get me out of the tub. Yeah. And then I said, "Okay, I'm just gonna sit and watch the uh, Florida game." But I actually had a couple of like, is that my heart? You know, where no. I go, is that my heart? You were worried your heart was I actually racing? got up and got an aspirin. Mm. But they now say aspirin. There have been new studies. Yeah. Not so good for you. You're supposed to take a baby aspirin. Not anymore. Yeah. There have been three major studies that have come out within the past week that say this is not such a very good idea. Ooh. Which brings me to this. Oh, boy. A large new study links whole... You can't win. A large new study links whole fat dairy food consumption to a reduced risk for cardiovascular disease. Yes. Oh, so now drink, eat the full fat ice cream. The The findings raise questions about current dietary guidelines, which suggest substituting fat free or low fat dairy for full fat products. Mm. The study published in the Lancet, which I believe is the British equivalent uh, of the uh, what New England Journal of Medicine or whatever they call it. That's right. uh, Followed uh, 136,000 people in 21 countries for an average of nine years. Mm. So it's a big study. Mm -hmm. Total intake of two or more servings of full-fat dairy food was associated with, get this now, Mm. a 22% lower risk of heart disease, a 34% lower risk of stroke, and a 23% lower risk of death from cardiovascular disease. Yes. So keep ordering cheese boards. By the way, just as an addendum, there is no association with butter consumption alone. Damn it. 
So you can have full fat ice cream instead of the low fat, or you can have full fat milk instead of the low fat. A serving or, was eight ounces of milk yeah. or yogurt, uh-huh. a teaspoon of butter, or a half ounce slice of cheese. Mm. Now, half ounce slice of cheese. That's not is, much. What are you looking at? Uh, like a piece of American, a half a piece of American. Big deal. Big whoop. Is that cheese? No. Well, that's a bad no, it's example. Processed cheese. Half food. a piece of Swiss. Okay. All right, have what, a, a, what size half though? Half a piece. Is that a teaspoon? Is that a tablespoon? No, it's you know if a piece of cheese is. Is that a ladle? Of cheese? What kind of cheese are you, are you oh, ladle? No, is it a uh, spoon? Yeah. A big spoon size? No. What, what? A you know, pound of cheese is equal to about 16 ounces, right? Right. So you have yeah, well, I get that. Well, nobody's eating a pound of cheese. Here, Even I wouldn't cheese. eat a pound of cheese. You get this size piece. You get a piece of Swiss. That's it. One slice of Swiss. So, That's it. One, uh, okay. One slice, you could say, would be equal to about 0.8 ounces. Oh. Doing all right. Eight ounces. That's right. Half well, a- I don't want to eat that cheese. See? I want to eat some good cheese. I mean, I'm talking about so you a order. A wedge, a brie so you, get, so you buy a quarter pound of good cheese. Uh-huh. Well, how much of that can you have? So this says one ounce of cheese is about four cheese cubes. So you could have two cheese cubes. You have two. Well, what's the size of a cheese cube? You know what the cube is. If you get it on a poo-poo platter, you know, or on a... Crudite yeah, thing. Yeah, no, I'm talking about yeah. some quality Crudite. cheese. I'm into cheese now. All right. I'm oh, into yeah. cheese big time. So imagine what the size is of Artisan cheese. cheese cubes. Mm. And you can have two of those for one serving. I'm not doing I'm incapable of eating cheese. You eat the whole wedge of cheese in one serving? No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. You can't eat, a, you can't eat a, a quarter pound of blue cheese. Oh, no. You're probably, you'd be dead before you hit the ground. <laughs> it's Travis on Real Radio. Go ahead, Travis. Oh, is this my Travis from the game? Travis. Yes, it is Moira. Oh, my goodness. There he is. Yeah, I was actually calling about pickleball because, uh, one, it was a great time, and uh, just wanted to mention how uh, you, Moira, became very motherly on the court. What do you mean? Uh, showing <laughs> me where to go, what to do. I was uh, bossing you around yeah. a little bit, Travis, but I was so worried oh, you were going to break your face because you kept falling down. Were you doing it because you're were uncoordinated, you or were you doing it for effect? He was doing it because he was I so excited. Way too hard. Yeah, try trying way. too hard. Yeah, and he yeah, fe- and he did the- he face planted about a dozen times. No lie. Well, I thought it was really great when you uh, chastised the other team we were playing because yeah, they right. were too good. That's right. No, pickleball I, no. is a game of nuance. <laughs> I think we did okay, Travis. See, I was when very I play, glad you when I play games like that. I'm, I'm like a, a a chicken dancing on the, on the hot key pianos hot at the carnival. Uh huh. What does that mean? Have you ever seen a chicken play a piano? How do they? How do you get that chicken to do that? Oh, with their Bird feet or with seed. their pack? Their feet. No, oh. Mm. Oh. Yeah, because they know. stand there and then the guy's saying, Zzz, you know, they go. Oh, and they. Oh, whoa. Animals. And they're playing. Yeah, so they're playing chopsticks. <laughs> chicken is playing chopsticks. Oh, because somebody in the back room is, is you know, getting the, yeah, is, yeah. Is goosing them. Either get them a shock or a hot key. Yeah, that's funny. Goosing the chicken. Yeah, get it? Chicken there and goose. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Whew. Uh, How do you get a chicken to dance? You goose them. <laughs> bada boom, bada bing. I'm telling you. Yeah. Here's uh, Lauren on Real Radio. Go ahead, Lauren. Um, hey, how you doing? Good. Very well, thanks. Oh, you were talking about uh, whole milk versus skim milk or non-fat products, but of course, non-fat has no milk fat 
and skim milk's one percent. Right, yeah. right, right. Most right. fat is two percent, and whole whole milk is only four percent fat anyway. So well, if it's better for you, why wouldn't you just go for the taste and enjoy it and go for the health benefits? As yeah, well? I think I drink one percent now. I mean, you know, you kind of it's like Coke yeah. and Diet Coke. After a while, you know, the first time you take a sip of Diet Coke, you go, Blech. "This is yash." But if you start drinking enough of them, you get used to the taste. And if you go back to the regular Coke, you're going, oh, man, this is just full of, this is too sugary for me. It's too sweet. I think it's the same thing with milk. Milk. I don't think, <laughs> if I had a glass of whole milk, mm-hmm. I think it'd be like, God, it's like drinking it's so a glass thick. of cream. Yeah, I don't think that would be good at all. Anyway. Yeah. I'm a 2% person myself, but when it comes to certain cheeses, you want to have all the fat. Yeah. And when it comes to cheese, <laughs> I want the best cheese. I'm, you know, I'm back into cheese. Is that part of being a reducitarian? No, I've forgotten oh, yeah. how good good cheese is. Are you having like ones? You know, when you're going and no, uh, and no, you know that Publix. You know that Publix in Maitland. That's a very friendly Publix. The little one right across from Cappy's. Yes. Uh huh. That's yeah. a nice little Publix. Oh, it's it very nice. It's not big, but everybody it's in there. How are you doing? Good morning. How are you? How are Maitland. you today? Yeah, Maitland. They're very friendly. Very. I mean, very. Publix is great. I think Publix is. Well, I just love them. This is a special. And no matter where you go, they use they're, they're always friendly. But that Maitland Publix boy, there. How you doing? Hello. Good morning to you, sir. <laughs> you just walk on by, and yeah. you know, you walk on by because I'm picking up some cookies to take someplace. Mm. So I have to pass by the the deli counter. Hey, how are you? Good morning. Oh, I'm doing. How are you? <laughs> like, and I'm not a very like good. A how are you, person? No, you're not. It's all right. But That's they're good. so good at how are you? You have to respond. Sure. How are you? How are you? I'm doing fine. How, how are, are you? you? <laughs> That's good. That's very nice. One day. That's all I want to do. I want to just want to be the man. I want to be. Just put me in the shirt, you know, with the name tag mm-hmm. and the whole thing. I'll even bag some groceries and just kind the of. The store manager. You don't want to be the cashier or the deli man. You know, you, they used to have those days when the kids would go in. Okay, you can put on the robe. You'll be the judge. You know, it's kind of that make-believe whatever. Right. Just a, you know. A mock day. It's like career day of some sort. Right. Like job shadowing. That's all. Yeah. Because every time I'm in that Publix, I'm thinking, this could, do could this. be a nice gig. I like this. Everybody's yeah. happy. For the most part, sure. they like to eat. They're getting food. Mm. Makes them happy, happy. My they get some a, ice cream. Not in Publix. He got in a big fight at the meat case well, at the grocery store. Well, that's not happening at my store. No, no, no. But the, <laughs> this man was harassing the butcher. And my husband's listening to the guy being harassed and harassed and harassed. And finally, you, all, that makes sense. Always get in a fight with somebody who carries a big knife. <laughs> no, the butcher wasn't. Th- the butcher no, was being a, harassed. See, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, this old grizzled old man was harassing this butcher. And finally, after my husband listens and listens and listens, he finally step, steps in and says, cut it to the old man. You know, he was making fun of the butcher because the butcher was Hispanic. And he, see, I, I don't, I Why just, would you get in an argument with somebody correct. who carries a big knife? What? And has a bandsaw behind the counter. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. From- I don't. Don't push it on me. No. Go you push me down. Phillips filed for a Tuesday. Been all over the place today. Everything from 
uh, Kavanaugh hot mess to mm-hmm. Volkswagen Beetles to whole milk dairy products and cheese. That's fine now. To wearing women's underwear. It doesn't get any better than that. You're not going to get any better than that, ladies and gentlemen, in, in Orlando. In show ever. Uh, maybe in Atlanta, <laughs> but Mm-mm. not in Orlando. No, I don't think so. Here's George. Hello, George. Hey, I saw a video of you and your two talking about the movie Chinatown. I yeah. watched the movie last night. You watched Chinatown, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, and I didn't like it. I didn't like the movie. No. No, I didn't like it. Why not? Why? That, why? Did I supposed to like it? I don't know. I, I liked it. I don't give a crap whether you liked it. I liked it. I think it's a classic classic motion picture on my list. It's among my top ten. Yeah. Well, I didn't like the movie. I saw the movie, man. I saw the parts. I saw with uh, with Faye Dunaway. Yeah. I saw some part of the movies when uh, he. There's a scene where he got Jack Nicholson. He's getting beat on the fence. There's yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah. Hello, yeah, Kitty Cat. Remember yeah, that? You know who that is? You Ooh. know who that was that uh, cut his nose? Who? Oh, I know. You know so much about movies. Who was that? Uh-oh. Well, he got beat up. Well, uh, got yeah, up. Come on. Come oh. on, George. You know so much about movies. You call all the time talking about movies and Academy Awards. Who was that? Who was the, who was the, uh, who was the person who played that character in the movie Chinatown that put a stiletto with Jack Nicholson's nose and cut it like a grape? Oh. Well, I... I saw the movie. I don't Roman know details. Polanski. I don't know everything Wait. about the movie. Well, good. Uh, yeah, we don't know crap. Oh, boy. Well, I didn't like it. Well, I, don't I didn't give... like it. You, what was wrong with not it? not going to make me like it. <laughs> okay, George, I'm not going to. You got me there, George. I'm not going to make you like it. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let me ask a question. What do you think about the other people? They don't like the movie. What? The other people. They don't. They. You said. You what are, what other Academy people? What? Matter, right? uh, hold on. You said hold the Academy Awards. Okay. You said the Academy Awards in the list. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Okay. You told me that. How many? Right. How many? How many Oscars went for Chinatown? I win one Oscar for. You don't know uh, crap. You don't know anything. You really Oscar don't know anything. Five, you're out of your. You're out of your. You're out of your mind. Five Golden Gloves. You know you need Chinatown to get back. You need Oscar. to get back on your meds. You know and just settle down a little bit. No, dude. I read it in Wikipedia, man. I'm reading the information. Oh, it's on. Oh, well, it's on. That's got to be true, then. It won an no, Academy well, it's Award. No, well, it's Wikipedia. Yeah, okay. Uh, let me ask you a question. Sure. If you, said, if you said the Academy Awards doesn't matter in the list, it doesn't matter, okay? What about the other people? Because not everybody likes China- Chinatown. So what about the other people They don't like the movie? What percentage what of people? What percentage of people do you think like Chinatown? What about Rotten Tomatoes? What's the Rotten Tomatoes gauge for Chinatown? No, I talk about the people. What about the people that don't like it? What percentage of people don't like Chinatown based on Rotten Tomatoes? You know what Rotten Tomatoes is? No, I talk about... I you talk don't know about anything. You don't know anything about movies, George. So that's the fascinating yeah. thing about you. You're a big talker. You're all hat and no cattle. If I go... You don't even know what that the, means, do you? Survey. Yeah, I know. American Film Institute, British Film Institute. No, that's not uh, what I said, the George. Ranker, the Ranker. I know about surveys. No, I, I didn't. know about lists. No, what is what does the term "all hat and no cattle" mean? No, I don't know what that means. Okay, good. I know what's finally, rodent ro- tomatoes. I know what's ro- rodent tomatoes. Yeah, rodents. It's an internet database. Rodents. If I go to the bus terminal, well, how many whiskers? All right, how many whiskers does Chinatown get from rodents to whatever it is? Rodents tomatoes. We win one Academy Award. 
It well, did, yeah. Somebody they look they up win. Chinatown on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Tell me what uh, the score is, please. 98% on 98% Rotten Tomatoes. Really 98%. They did win, win an Academy best Award. Original, yes. Wins Best Original Screenplay. Yeah, Rotten so? County. Yeah. Nominate in that Golden Golden Glove, 1975. Wins Best Motion Picture. What drama. else is new in your life, George? Best, you still on best probation? Best actor mm. in How many more years do you have left on probation? Best director, Roman Polanski. How many? Roman you... Polanski. Best director. Best screenplay, Robert Towney. Mm-hmm. Other awards, 1975, BAF. Where's he going with this? I don't even know where he's going with this. Where are you, where are you going with this? What, what's what's your problem? You the awards the movie has. I'm reading you the awards the movie has, according to Wikipedia. That's fine. But but the, you... box office, the box office is terrible. Why did... 29 million. The box what? Yeah, but what year was that? 1974. How many years ago was that? Star Wars beat it and more. I've had enough. Mm, you know, uh, after a while, it's stop, just... Stop, really. You know. I know. <laughs> George, you're good for a laugh, and then it just gets uh, tiring. Don't give up the day job. Uh, let me know when you get off probation. one 978 1041 Phillips file for a uh, Tuesday. What else were we talking about mm. today? Uh, butcher fights. Oh, yeah, underwear. All the fun stuff. Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. The Beetle went, you know, look, when, when it was a, an air-cooled rear-engine vehicle. yeah. People loved that car. And then, you know, they just couldn't keep up with te- technological advances as it related to air pollution controls, mileage, and things like that. And so they dropped, the, essentially dropped that vehicle, then came out with another model that was... It just wasn't the same. It was off the market for 20 years, and they brought it back in the late 90s. They put and, that that fake fla- flower and the vase on the dashboard, mm. and I think that turned off a lot of people. I really do. They said it was just done for pleasing aesthetics. You know, it was a pleasant touch. Eh, I don't think people wanted that pleasant touch. Mm. It didn't sound like a Volkswagen. You you can hear a Volkswagen down the street. Mm-hmm. Just has that rear engine air cooled sound, right? Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it you know, lacked that sound anymore. Right, that's true. You know the old air cooled engine. You know if you blew a, a belt. You know if a belt separated, all you needed was some pantyhose. You tie in a knot. You wrap it around there. He's going to get you home. Going to get you home. Mm-hmm. You can pull that engine in about ten minutes. Fix it and put it back in. Well, somebody else could fix it, not me. Oh, I see. And put it back in. <laughs> not anymore. No. Good old days. They're gone. Tell you what. And they cost you a pretty penny if you want a restored With Volkswagen. The old ones, yeah. But even after it's restored, it's still like driving in a rattle trap. For you the know, most part, it, yeah. It, even if it's you done You don't feel old, safe. You know, you don't feel safe when you were driving them. Well, life's a bullet chair. You you're fine. You didn't worry about it. Right. Uh, but now, because of the comfort of modern cars, mm-hmm. you know, you get back in a Volkswagen. You go, what the hell am I doing behind the wheel of this thing? Mm. But you'll go. You go on eBay or other places. Start looking around for restored Volkswagens. You know, up to about 1972. You drop. You drop them big, big, big money. Fifteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand, fifty thousand dollars for what? a beetle. Yes, we'll check it during the break. All right, you'll we'll... be amazed at what you have to pay for a restored beetle. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. 
Want to play a game? Call now for Closest to the Pin, 407-916-1041. From the... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is Closest to the Pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! I'm telling you, I don't think Mika and Joe are gonna get married. Yeah, we'll see. Something's happening. They're on different sets all the time. And it says he... Jesus, Jim. Uh, This is from July 14th. Do the math. July 14th, 2017. Okay. Okay. From the Daily Beast. Mika Brzezinski and Joe Scarborough may marry on Nantucket in the spring. Spring's long gone, baby. They're not married. Something's happening. Good point. Something's happening. Uh The venue fell through. They're hardly on the same set anymore. I they, think there might be a little bit. Let's cool this down a little bit. They got engaged in May of 17. In July of 17, everybody was speculating when they're going to get married, you know, five minutes later, right? And now it's over a year later, and there's still no word on the engagement, mm-hmm. on the wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who gets first? Oh, here's a bet. Who gets married first, Pinkman or Scarborough? It'll be me. Pinkman. Really? I don't think they're going to get married. Oh, boy. I think they're. I think they're just they kind of going separate. Their. I think they finally said, looked at one and I said, "Geez, have you seen yourself on TV? I'm not going to marry you." <laughs> Annoying. He talks too much. There's a better chance that she's going to marry Steve Ratner than or Willie Geist than uh, oh, Joe boy. Scarborough. Ooh. All right, time for closest to the pin. The regular round. I'm playing against uh, Dave. Scott's the backup. What's the prize? Win it before you can buy it. A pair of tickets to the John Mellencamp Show on March 24th at the Dr. Phillips Center. Tickets go on sale on Friday, September 21st at drphillipscenter.org or at the Dr. Phillips Center box office. Hmm. All right. Thank you. Awesome. Caseford. Hello, Dave. How are you? Good. How are you? I am well, thank you. Are you a fan of John Mellencamp? Uh, Yeah. Okay. That's that's good news. It has nothing to do with it. Yep. Yep. That guy. He doesn't like to be called that anymore. That's too bad. I know. What a ah, jerk. Wait. Anyway, that has nothing to do with your category today. The category has everything to do with a little something that was on TV last night. Mm-hmm. The Emmy Awards. Category is titled Emmy Lou Who by Brad. Thank you, Brad. Questions about the Emmy Awards in case you missed last night's show. I get that reference. Aha. Lou Who. Are you ready, Dave? Cindy Lou. Yes, sir. Nice. And Emmy Lou Harris points. All right, Dave, here we go in a three, a two, one. The first Emmy Award ceremony was held at the Hollywood Athletic Club. What year was that? Uh, 1957. Game of Thrones has beaten out Frasier for the most Emmy Awards for a scripted show. How many Emmys for the record? 14. Ed Asner has the most statues for a male performer with seven. Cloris Leachman and Julia Louis-Dreyfus are tied for ladies' lead. How many Emmys does each own? Uh, eight each. Kel- Kelsey Grammer is the only actor to be nominated for the same character on three different shows, Wings, Cheers, and Frasier. How many Emmys has he won in his career? Ten. 
Talk about pitching a shutout. Former Murder, She Wrote star Angela Lansbury got a lot of notoriety, but no wins. How many times was she nominated? 22. Time. Whoa. All right, right. Dave. (laughs) Not too bad. I'll put you on hold, and I'll write down your time. All right. Jack has given me special permission from the manager's retreat yeah. to add five seconds to Jim's time. Oh, oh. in between oh. his pina colada. Never been done before. Uh-huh. Hee-hee, <laughs> my tie, daddy-o. Captain Morgan. That's right. Yeah. Captain, Captain and Diet. Uh, right. It's better for you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Stupid morning, Joe. Yeah, what? well... <laughs> Uh, they'll not they'll your, work it out. They're not on your time schedule, but they're they're doing fine. They'll yeah, work have you seen it them out. lately? Have you seen the two of them lately? What? Yeah, of course. I see them <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah, they used to be the smoochy, smoochy lovebirds, and now it's, mm-mm. Yeah. Something's happening there. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, yeah. Want to put money on it? We already did. Oh. You did? <laughs> yeah, we did. Just now? What? No, previously. Oh, all right. A dollar. I will I will bet you one dollar that they will announce by December that they are no That's longer engaged. That's what the bet is. That's the bet. Oh, is $1? that the bet? Yes. Oh, oops. Well, then we already have that. Okay. Right. You totally have that. Here we well, go. Speaking of TV, this category comes to us from Brad. Thank you, Brad. Its title is Emmy Lou Who. Questions about the Emmy Awards. Yeah, okay. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. In three, two, one. The first Emmy Award ceremony was held at the Hollywood Athletic Club. What year was that? 1964. Game of Thrones has beaten out Frasier for the most Emmy Awards for a scripted show. How many Emmys for the record? Uh, 20. Ed Asner has the most statues for a male performer with seven. Cloris Leachman and Julia Louis-Dreyfus are tied for ladies' lead. How many Emmys does each own? Four. Kelsey Grammer is the only actor to be nominated for the same character on three different shows. Yeah. Wings, Cheers, and Frasier. How many Emmys has he won in Nine. his career? Talk about pitching a shutout. Former Murder, She Wrote, Angela Lansbury got a lot of notoriety, but no wins. How many times was she nominated? Uh, ten. A time. Oh, baby. Oh, boy. I've got to add five seconds. Five seconds. Can you believe that? Yep. You're Angela good. Lansbury... Are you allowed to admit that every once in a while you watch one of those Murder, She Wrote programs? Yes. <laughs> or Matlock? All good. Never seen it. Never oh, seen you're missing what? out, baby. You've never seen Murder, She Wrote or you Matlock? You never saw Matlock? Neither. Oh, boy. God. Generation. I know. It's all going downhill. Shall we score the game? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. You played against Dave. Good luck, Let's... Dave. Here we go. The first Emmy Award ceremony was held at the Hollywood Athletic Club. What year was that? Dave said. 57. Ooh. And Jim. 64. One of them is closer, obviously. 1949 was oh, the first Emmy Dave Award ceremony. Gets that point. All yeah. right, Dave. Tickets, Good job. Tickets were a whopping $5, and a whole six awards were handed out. Goes yeah. down for you right now, Dave. Here oh, we go. Watch boy. this. Game of Thrones has beaten out Fraser for uh, the most Emmy Awards yeah. for a scripted show. How many Emmys for that record, Dave said? 14. And Jim? 20. 47 total Emmys. Oof. Jim gets that. Neither of you were all that close. Not so. doesn't matter. I still get the point. <laughs> no. Nope. Right. Get nervous now, right, Dave? I think he is. Uh-huh. Ed Asner has the most statues for a male performer with seven. Yeah. However, Cloris Leachman and Oops. Julia Louis-Dreyfus are tied for the ladies' lead. 
How many Emmys does each of them own? Dave said. Eight. And Jim? Four. One of them's on the money. Oh. Eight. Damn. Oh. Dave. Forrest Dave. Dave. Dave, you catapulted into the lead there. What's the score? It's three to one. Damn oh, it. boy. Come on. Two to go. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, Come yeah. On, Jim. Come on. There, you got a kid. chance. Come on. Kelsey Grammer, the only actor to be nominated for the same character on. on three different shows. Bill Clinton on Wings, Cheers, <laughs> and <laughs> Frasier. How many Emmys has Kelsey Grammer won? Dave Come back, said. kid. Ten. And Jim? He won under him at nine. Jim is closer. It's five Emmys. All right. So Four. it's... Three to two. All Four. I need is one, oh, Dave. Man. Then you're going down. I'm going to get oh, you on okay. time. Here we go. Four I'm going to get you. Four Emmys for Frasier and one for playing Sideshow Bob on The Simpsons. Oh, nice. Oh, There you go. Dave, Talk- I'll let you out for $5. Ah. No. <laughs> Talk about pitching a shutout. Former Murder, She Wrote star Angela Lansbury yeah. got a lot of notoriety, but no wins. How many times was she nominated? Dave said. 22. And Jim? 10. Oh, come on. Oh, buddy. What is One it? of you is closer. Uh-huh. Barely. Angela Lansbury for Murder, She Wrote. Yep. Nominated how many mm-hmm. times? Never won. How many times? What'd he say? Dave said 22, right? Yeah, uh-huh. What'd I say? said 10. And... Uh-oh. 17. Dave is close oh, to oh, two. Dave wins Dave. And he wins. Son of a gun, you broke my streak. <laughs> well, good job. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, Damn it. hand grenades, and closest Stupid to Angela the Lansbury. <laughs> that Cabot Cove or wherever the hell she yeah, was. Yeah, that was something. Is that it, Cabot Cove? I think so. <laughs> Who knows? Or damn murders in it around Cabot Cove, then it's like Honduras. <laughs> well, what's my win loss record? Well, now it's ninety six thirty three. Still looking at pretty uh, impressive. Brzezinski and Scarbo. See yeah, what's going on I can't there. Can't find anything from yeah, last summer. They got to do like a page six. You got to. There's. There's got to be rumors out there because mm-hmm. there's no update after their engagement party, right? Or their trip to Nantucket. Oh, the two lovebirds. Aw. Anyway, what else is happening? I don't know. Mm. Nothing at all? All right. Nope, we're nothing. There's some stuff. Yeah, we're done. Right, we're going to get an update on news, <laughs> and then uh, don't forget, no uh, Fritz on the street today. Wait. Fritz conveniently has this day off. It's the same day mm. Jack went to a manager's meeting. Uh-huh. No collusion. <laughs> no collusion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we decided we had a vote, and we decided Jack- retroactively right. that Jack has now lost 20 points on mm. a score. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A toddler surprised officers during a traffic stop when she handed them a bag of drugs and paraphernalia. Both parents were arrested. Damn, snitched on by your own kid. Next, experts at the University of Newcastle say that when you hold in a fart, the gas comes out of your mouth. Finally, the Trump administration is moving ahead with plans to opening wildlife refuge next to contaminated nuclear site. Makes as much sense as anything else coming from this administration. Headlines were brought to you by iHeartRadio. Whether you say Alexa or OK Google, you should always say Play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 
Great Wayne Cochran. Wow, he was he a was, wild one, wasn't huh? Yeah, for about, uh, he was a big deal for about six months. No. I think he's a preacher now. Oh. Yeah, he had some stardom, especially in South Florida. He was a big, big deal in South Florida, I think, in the mid-1960s. Like, oh. I think I remember going to some mm-hmm. places where he was performing. But uh, if you want to see some hair. Yeah. Oh. Man, he's got, he's got, some, he's got, uh, he's got a do. It's like he grew it long and then just hairsprayed it on top of his head. It's a gigantic pompadour. Pretty cool. It's a big cotton candy hairdo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. <laughs> Definitely is. That was a big deal, though. I mean, you know, you're on stage and you're entertaining. Yeah. I mean, he was, you know, at a big band ensemble with them uh, and the whole deal. And I wonder how long it took him to spray up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It took a big chunk well, of yeah, the It's teased hair. It's like a beehive. It's just it's a big hairdo. Just yeah. say, yeah, look up Wayne Cochran. Just do a, a you know Google search or something. Mm. He'll yeah he'll show up. But I think didn't his daughter call one time years ago? Because uh-huh. we played the song. He said whatever happened to Wayne Cochran? And I think she said you know he, he right. just you know turned to preaching and runs a church someplace. I think somewhere in. Maybe Central Florida. Lake County somewhere, Marion yeah, somewhere. Just kind of living, you know. Did you realize that today the Sesame, Street, to the Sesame Street people had to issue a statement on the sexual orientation of Bert and Ernie? Oh. Here's the quote. As we have always said, comma, Bert and Ernie are best friends. They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be good friends with those who are very different from themselves. You know, one has a this kind of hair and this skin and that skin and this hair. Who is questioning their sexual orientation? Even though they are identified as male characters and possess many human traits and characteristics, as most Sesame Street Muppets do, they remain puppets and do not have a sexual orientation. What? Mm. Oh, come on. What a cop come on. Out. That is a cop mm-hmm. out. Somebody's I don't hawking. care. Somebody's hawking them. Yeah, let them be gay puppets. Who cares? It's, they, are, they are best friends and always have been best friends. Mm-hmm. Well, that happens. Well, best friends give like the old guys, well. you know, playing mm-hmm. dominoes. Something, you know, they're best friends. You're <laughs> pickleball or whatever. They're just That's good buddies. Right. That's uh, you know, That's sexual, in this particular case, they like to go people. to the. Sh- they like to go to the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No sunny day. 
It's a good thing. I think it's a, it's a, it's beyond my understanding that Bert and Ernie have to come out and say, we do not, or Sesame Street Just has a clarification, to... that's all. Well, People want to know. It's none of your beeswax. Are they happy? They're Are they happy together? They seem to be happy. They okay. sleep in separate beds, though. And so they're best I don't friends. Know. Well, maybe one snores. And... I don't know. Twin beds in the same room. One has a B on the headboard and one has an E. Bert is made with a frown. Well, maybe they sleep in separate beds. He's always cranky, Bert. He has that scalp. Doesn't mean they don't love one another. No, they do. They're best friends. Ugh. You're You're concerned that they might be sharing a domicile? No, they're best friends. Well, how do they get to the show? So what, they're roommates and they only have one bedroom in their apartment? Yeah. They have the two twin know. beds. They have two twin beds. It's A, yeah, B, and E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Whoa, 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 whoa. How many? I mean, how many? No. They all, they have matching pajamas. Ernie's always walking in. Or no, sorry. Bert's always walking in on Ernie taking a bath. That's cute, though, with rubber ducky. You, what yeah. straight man rubber do you know ducky. takes a bubble bath every day? It's kind of cute. Uh, well, not every day. <laughs> oh, you do sometimes. It's relaxing every once in a while. It sure is. Thank uh, you very much. Uh, Come thank on. you, Casey. Whatever. Back when I was uh, a younger man, young, 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 when I was a boy. Yes. Actually, I had these submarines, these plastic submarines, about uh, this long. Yeah. Get them in a Wheaties box or something. All right. And you, you'd pack, I think, as I remember, you'd pack it with baking soda, baking powder, something like that. Ooh. Really? And then you could put it in the tub, and it would actually go down die, and then come die, back die, up. Die. Oh. Very cool. cool. Mm. Now I want one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can still buy them online. No way. Oh, yeah, bro. I want one of those umbrellas. The upside down the umbrella? Better umbrella. Better umbrella. The video's on realradio.fm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Somebody said there's got to be a better way. They figured it out, too. Yeah. So when you get out of your Engineering car, you up, and then yeah, you... Yeah, right. Yeah, and then you pull it down, and boom, there you got the umbrella. Uh-huh. <laughs> the umbrella. Yeah, you do. The better umbrella. Uh-huh. The best As opposed umbrella. to the Brock umbrella. Which was a thing that was on your head with the headband. I bought my father a Brock umbrella. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, now look, headband. I bought a lot of things for my father over the years for birthdays, Christmas, stuff like of that. Of course. You know, it's like, okay, thank you. But that Brock umbrella. He loved the it. Brock, if you're not sure what a Brock umbrella is, it was uh, Lou Brock, I think, who was a baseball player. Mm-hmm. I can't remember for what team. Uh, Lou Brock came up with this idea. St. Louis? To have a, an umbrella nice. that's with a strap, and you just put it on your head. And then you have the umbrella over your head. You didn't have to hold or anything. It was attached to your head. Mm-hmm. So I got my father as a joke. You know, just a goof. For golfing, maybe, or something. Well, it wasn't for that. It was just, here's a Brock umbrella. Mm-hmm. My father loved that damn thing. It's just amazing sometimes. You give something to somebody who said, this is the best thing I ever got. This is my he best loved gift. that Brock umbrella. He did. Because he'd wear it out on the golf course. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's a sun, sh- sun shield or the rain or whatever. Yep. And I think he just said, this is the, you know, he probably got some laughs out of it. He probably got some sun protection as well. And he just thought that was the greatest damn thing that he, you know, that he ever got. Right. The Bronco umbrella. See? Who knows? I don't even know if you can buy him anymore. Uh, yeah, you can. Here's probably. Candace on Real Radio. Hello, Candace. Hello. Anybody there? Is she there? Candace. Hello. Over. Hello. Oh, there she is. Hello. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. It's all right. Hi. Long time listener, like really long time. Really sad that you're retiring. And I never got to play against you at pickleball on Saturday. Uh, so I had a really bad team. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 was, I was paired up with Sean. No. <laughs> I played oh, against the, you, Candace. Oh, the news junkie. Yeah. I think I, 
you might be the one game I, I won. Did, did, oh, how dare you. Oh, against Pinkman. <laughs> yeah, everybody won against Pinkman. Yeah, Sean, I don't think no, Sean is... I think he beat us. I don't think Sean is inclined towards athletics. Uh-huh. I mean, he's a technical whiz. Well, that's not exactly how he was introduced to me. I was told that I was, I was the person I would be playing with would be the one of the most athletic, the new Shonky, <laughs> and that he was the most athletic. Oh, I was misled. I was lied Clearly. to. I drove all the way to Jacksonville. Oh, no way. Right. Oh, no, they no. screwed yes. you over. Oh, you got a yes. bad, a bum steer I'm, on that, oh, didn't you? Our umpire quit, and, and Sean almost <laughs> sent a woman to the hospital. Come on. What, what happened? <laughs> I guess. Now the dirt comes out. For real. Ceiling can tell you. Peekman fall. This woman completely fell over, and we had to go to her. Sean was like, oh, you go ahead and serve again. She's like, no, no, no. I'm fine. It was was quite funny. Wait Uh a minute. What happened to the umpire? Somebody run into her? Did Sean run into her? He took the place. The woman that she didn't go to the hospital, but she should have because she was limping. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. So what did Sean, I don't like, I don't follow no this. So what did Sean do? Become the umpire? Mm-mm. No, he didn't do much. We played Sans <laughs> umpire. Oh. oh, I see. Okay, all right, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I don't think well, Sean Candace, is. Uh, yeah, you know, he's you know, he's he knows everything about everything going on in the world, but in I don't news, think he's. No. I don't think he's athletically inclined. Well, that's I don't know if that's true yeah, either. No, no it's I do, true. I, I do know that. Oh, Candace knows. No, that's true. That's yeah, true. Okay, and I think no. even Sean right. would admit that. He said, like, this, uh, it's not his bag. It's not his thing. Yeah. But you can ask him about oh. anything going on in any part of the world, and he'll say, well, let me tell you about this story. He knows everything. All <laughs> I right. Think, well, I'm sorry. I don't know I'm, much about pickleball. Well, it's, it's, thanks. He didn't, he didn't know the rules of pickleball, but they seem to change from court to court anyway. But we didn't move that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see. Yeah, okay. Well, I really Thanks for helping right. us out. Thanks for helping raise oh, uh, money for Mustard Seed. Okay. It was fun. You yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Thank you. All right, oh, I'm sorry you got on. a crappy play. Nice lady. Oh, no, 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 don't say crappy. It was well, just, she said know. crappy. I just was repeating. She was pretty good, but you could tell she was a little frustrated. She was a little annoyed with the you-know-whom. <laughs> the were, you more incl- were, you be- were you, athletically speaking, better than the news junkie? Yes. <laughs> I played against Sean, and I played against C-Lane. Yeah. C-Lane was my first win out of the whole g- mm. day. So, I practiced with C-Lane before the games. Oh, that's good. So how did he do in the practice? Uh, so then uh, we were... <laughs> yeah, C-Lane, you know, he just... <laughs> yeah, he's a good sport. He was there supporting he's the He's I'm there, and he's trying. And, but, you know, it's Not like... Long. You know, some guy, you know, you get involved in some things, and you're going, this is the last thing I want to do. But I'm here, so I'll, you know, I'm going to give it, you know, the best try. And he's a good mm-hmm. sport. That's what counts. Yeah. Instead of, like, me jumping around like a chicken on a hot plate. Yeah, where I'm hopping around. Uh-huh. So, we, you know, you know uh, soccer players now wear these. They look like bras, sports they do. bras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And essentially, from what I can gather, records their movements. So the coach or the trainers later on said, you know, dude, not for nothing, but you ran two miles more than you needed to on the pitch during that game. Mm. Yeah, you're zigging and zagging. You're going all over the place, and you're wasting a lot of energy. And, you you know, when you should have just kind of, you know, held your place, you're zooming up here and running over there. And that's how they, that's how they you know, settle down. I'm like that too. I'm hopping and you know, like, sure. John, like John McEnroe out there, hopping around. It's just a waste of energy. My knees are killing me. I'm sorry. 
I watched some of the uh, the people that go there to play pretty often uh-huh. before we started. Yeah. Right. And they, they start with the serving, and then they all just move forward and pretty much play ping pong across That's the it. net. That's what you're supposed they to volley. do. They volley. They just volley. Yeah. They stay out of the kitchen. Yeah, the rest of us are falling over and running <laughs> all over the place. No. Nobody fell over as much as Travis. Oh, poor Travis. He did. He got all tripped up. He tried. He face planted. He was such a. He was so committed to the shot that he lunged for it, and half the time went skidding on his stomach or flopping over into the net behind. It was like, oh, oh my yeah, word! Watch me, watch me. He was really. It was well, dangerous. Was Fifteen minutes. I'm just game. telling you, he was dangerous. I thought he was going to be uh, evacuated to the hospital. I should have had a talk with him. <laughs> I did have a talk with him. That's hey, what he can said. You, uh, step oh, over here for a talk with him like I had a talk with my guy. No, you chastised your guy. He was giving you constructive tips. And you didn't like the tips. He was on my ass from the get-go. That's not on your ass. That's a constructive criticism. No, no, no. He's ah. pitching and complaining, pissing and moaning. Move up. Move yeah, over. Enough, move enough. Look, if the guy was, you know, you know, standing way back and, and, and zipping the ball, you know, a half inch above the net to score a point, right. you know, and volley smashing it down and here and there, backhands and, you know, between his feet or whatever. Oh. All right. But, you know, when you're whiffing the ball as much as I am, you know, you got to clam up. You got to zip it. You told him to zip it, didn't you? Oh, I told him to zip it. <laughs> you used a bad word, too. Yeah, I, I think you I scared think... him a little. Well, I mm. I know he meant well. He did mean well. But he had a bad attitude meaning no, no, well. No, 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 Some no, no, people no. could mean well and say, you know, hey, look, you know, I know you, you took never it the played wrong the way. game. I think you took it the wrong way. I didn't take it the wrong you way. Did. He was on my back. He was from trying the, to help you. He was on my no. He was on my back from the very first game. Oh boy. Do this, do that, move here, move there, and said. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, it's pickleball. You know, this is not. Uh, you know, this is not. Uh, we're not in the trench warfare here. You know, this is just a little court game. You know, I played racquetball. I know enough about what's going on. And um, finally, about the sixth game. Yeah. Had enough. Uh, yeah, then you gave him the business. Yeah, first of all, I gave him the stink eye. Oh, that doesn't and I work. Should have been in a, he should have had an indication there that it was not going to yeah. turn out right. Uh-huh. And finally? What? You called him over this close to his face and said, don't tell me anything no, else. No, I didn't call him over. I went over to him. Oh, you did? Yeah. Ooh, and more I said, uh, yeah, you, yeah, need yeah. To, you need to, to uh, shut the <laughs> up. Well, I said you've been on my you've been on you've been on my case from the get go. You've been riding me from the get go. Yeah, yeah. And you know you might be a pickleball player, but I got news for you: you're not making you're, you know you're, you're not that much better too. than I am. Oh boy, I thought he was a. Tennis so you're gonna have teacher. to zip it. You're gonna zip it, or you're gonna have to find a new partner. Oh, <laughs> it's for charity. Why are you getting so it. agitated? Huh? You're getting too agitated for a charity. No, event. he was agitated. No, he made you mad because he was giving you tips. He would have made anybody mad. Mm. Well, his tip stunk. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> he was just trying to help you guys improve. No, I said, you need to shut the, you know, the what up. Oh, blank up. Yeah. Re- I said, I'm really getting tired of you riding my ass. I uh, said, I'm here for, I'm not trying to join some professional pickleball circuit. I'm here. <laughs> this is a charity event. Maybe he thought I'm that here was, to have yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you're making it hard for me to have fun. <laughs> and then you found out he's a tennis teacher. He knows some stuff. He was trying to help you get better. Move here, move there, move up, move back. Yeah, well, I would have appreciated it if he was a lot better than I was. 
But I'm sitting there thinking, well, if you're such a great pickleball player, you're not doing so well here, bub. <laughs> yeah, bub. And then he, you know, after uh, it was all over, he, you know, he came up and, you know, yeah, I saw he you apologized. Guys hugging, and hugging I said, out. it's yeah. okay. I mean, these things happen, but. Uh, so competitive. Really torqued me off. <laughs> Stop it. I don't think <laughs> you should yell at your partner. You've been assigned a partner. He's no, the... I didn't yell. Well, you gave me. There's the... a difference between yelling and then saying, hey, let's get this straight. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, he perceived it as you gave him the business. I did give him the business. Yeah, all right, well. Well, he understood that he, that uh, that I Stepped was barely right because he apologized. Mm-hmm. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio. Don't do it again. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Phillips File for a Tuesday. Wayne Cochran, the great Wayne Cochran, had a great band in South Florida for a few years. Big entertainer and then turned preacher, I think. He died last November. Yep. Where? 78 years old. I believe he was uh, Miramar. Oh, that's down in South yeah, Florida, right. Broward County. Died of cancer. Oh, oh. Wayne Cochran. Mm-hmm. All right, so the uh, Emmys last night apparently didn't have a uh, stellar TV reception. Yeah, no, did not. Uh, Michael Che and uh, Colin Jost uh, didn't quite knock it out of the park, apparently. Mm-hmm. They're funny guys on Saturday Night Live. On Weekend Update, they're yeah, funny. But... Exactly. So I'm thinking, all right, how are you going to bring back? You got to bring, you got to make it entertaining. You got to get them laughing. I yeah. mean, you got to, you know, if you can get right. the audience laughing, I mean, really laughing, bend, bending over, laughing, yeah, holding their side, laughing. Right. Uh, seriously, just here's what you need to do. Okay. I know you're going to say you got to be kidding me. I'm recommending next year for the Emmys. Right. I'm listening. Carrot top. <gasps> I'm telling you. I don't know about that. I'm telling you. Mm. You're going, what? No. Anybody who's ever been to a performance by Carrot Top, they laugh their ass off. That's and you true. Say, no, no that's true. true. I went, I said, I can go there, I can sit there and not crack a smile. You did say that. And within 15 seconds, you're, I'm laughing my ass off. You're guffawing, actually. Yeah. I'm telling you. This is the key to success. Because if you can see the audience, you see, uh, you know, uh, name me somebody from uh, from uh, TV who's up to get an award. Anybody popular from TV. Uh, Peter Dinklage. There yeah, you go. exactly. Laughing. I mean, laughing. Just laughing. You know, Carrot Top brings out some kind of suitcase and full of something. If they're laughing, then the TV audience is laughing as well. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So you think comedians should be the hosts? Well, these two are comedians. They're the head writers of Saturday Night Live. No, I'm, I'm telling no. You need people that can carry an audience for a long time. You can't just, you know, give them, you know, guys that do five or ten minutes on TV once a week. You need a you need a showstopper. Probably doing two shows on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone with a residency in Vegas like Carrot Top. No, oh. I'm just saying. I'm not like saying it has to be Royal, Carrot right? Top. I'm just saying you've got <laughs> to like go. That. You've got to go with something that works. Hmm. How long has Carrot Top been doing that thing in Las Vegas oh, now? Oh, man, it's a been a while. Yeah. yeah, He's been so successful, he doesn't have to go on the road anymore. That Crown Royal money. Yeah. I'm he's, telling you. He spends his time, I think, between Vegas and then a little bit of time in Winter Park, and right. that's that's all he does throughout the year. No, he's so successful, he doesn't even drop by this show anymore. He's so successful, he doesn't even drop by the Monsters anymore. Come on, Scott. 
I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. If you can think of somebody better, let me know. Thank you. Thank you. Because you're thinking right now. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Jim said carrot top. Let me think if I can come up with somebody better. Who is better? Let me think about that. Mm-mm. Ain't I going to get Louis C.K.? He's, you know, he's, he's, he's tainted. Okay. He's t- 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 very tainted and unclean. Yep. How about Jerry? Because he was on TV and he was a comedian on TV and people really love him. I don't seem to him. Maybe. No, no, I don't think no. No. All right, forget yeah, it. No, no. Carrot Tops had his residency at the Luxor since 2005. Wow. Not too bad. That's yeah. a nice gig, right? 13 years out uh-huh. in Vegas doing shows every night. Mm. Oh, yeah, bro. Bring it at home. <laughs> I'm just suggesting. Now, Mo's got this concern about Bert and Ernie. No, I don't have a concern. But one of the former writers for Sesame Street, gave an interview to some online gay magazine. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they asked him, are Bert and Ernie gay? And he said, no, I had to write them as best friends. He said, "That's they've always been best friends. He wrote them as a couple, like a, you know, a partnership, but he did not imagine that anybody would think they were gay. Ever seen him with women? Who? Bert and Ernie. They're best friends. Yeah, so they're, they're not, not allowed to hang out with broads? No double dates? Yeah. No. Uh-huh. Nope. They like to do the not same. Not hit and lose lounge after the show? They're not. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. So now USA Today. Why not? Do a little dancing, little. No. Why not? lounge? No. Uh, so USA Today, a lot of uh, the major magazines and newspapers and stuff have an article now about Burton Ernie's sexuality. And so much so that the Sesame Street people had to issue a statement. What difference does it make if they're gay? I mean, Kurt, someone texted in earlier. Which, good point. Kermit and Miss Piggy have a defined heterosexual relationship. Yeah, yeah. Why can't Bert and Ernie have a defined homosexual relationship? I'll tell you why. Because they don't want to lose any kind of funding from Washington. Yeah, of course they're gay. Anybody who sees them knows they're they're gay. I don't know if they're gay. I don't care if they're gay. Doesn't make any difference to me. If they're gay, that's fine with me. No straight man gets away with wearing a horizontal striped sweater. I'll but you know you how things work sometimes. So, no. geez, Christ almighty, if we what? say that Bert and Ernie are gay and, you know, that Washington start flipping out, you know, and there goes our grant money. And, uh, you know, the debate so- is over. It says they are not gay. Sesame Street confirms they are besties, not bows. They are not. Oh, lo- Kevin Spacey used to say those kind yeah. of things, too. They're good friends. <laughs> And teaching little kids that that's good to be friends with people who are different from you. Well, you can be gay and good friends. Yeah, they have different good gay friends. Yeah, maybe they're gay and they're, and they're good friends. Yeah. Maybe they're not a couple. They just happen to be gay. They they're see best other men. friends. And they might be in uh, different relationships, but the two of them like to go to a show and their partners don't. Mm. He wrote them as a loving couple. They're best friends. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. They're gay best friends. They're not gay best friends. They have no sexuality. They're best oh, friends who happen to be gay. Nope. They're the gayest puppets this side of the Mississippi. No, see, no Sesame Street puppet has any sexual orientation. Mm. That's the Sesame Street people talking, not me. Is that Bert and Ernie? Yeah, Bert and Ernie. Who are the two old farts that sit up? Oh, the, the movie reviewers? <laughs> oh, what Yeah, I don't doing? know what they're doing. Oh. Yeah. They're, they're funny, though. Yeah, what's their deal? I don't know. Cranky old guys? Are they brothers? I don't even know who they are. Might be a couple widowers. Another co- <laughs> uh, widowers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bitter yeah. man, so, right? Yeah, they reach that age. You know, they said, "Eh, what companionship of somebody else doesn't matter." No, Staller and Waldorf. Yeah, a little, yeah, yeah a little cuddle time. So They're what? Cute, They're at though, that age, partner. you know. They bring in their social security. They're living up in the villages, and they say, eh, "Yeah, bring yeah, the yeah, we don't care what people say about <laughs> us." Like that Netflix show. Oh my show. god. 
Frankie and Grace. <laughs> That's a good show. It's a funny show. Sweet. Yeah, Stout, Statler and Waldorf can be like that. Oh, that's a movie reviewers? Yeah. Oh. Here's a quote from uh, the Sesame Street folks. As we have always said, comma, Bert and Ernie are best friends. They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be good friends with those who are very different from themselves. Even though they're identified as male characters and possess many human traits and characteristics, as most Sesame Street Muppets do, they remain puppets and do not have a sexual orientation. No. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Yeah, whatever. That's a Sesame Street workshop speaking. Yeah, but I mean, you they have know a, you what's have a close what. male friend? Yeah, why wouldn't you? No, I'm asking, not you. Do oh. you have a close male friend? Just a bud? Yes. I mean, really close. Yeah. Of course. Would you sit next to one another in the movie theater? Yes. Let's see. I did on Friday. Because there was no more room, or you just. Oh, no, there was room, but it was cold in there. So. <laughs> you want to snuggle up? <laughs> oh, boy. Does it bother you if your elbows touch? Eh, not really. Well, you fight I'm over the armrest. Right? I know where well, I'm some at. Some men like that. There's a, I know where I'm at Cooties. with my orientation. Yeah, you go, yeah, you know, or you're sitting across from one another. You can have something to eat. You know, you're at a diner. You're some restaurant, whatever. And all of a sudden, you're, you're fighting your over legs the armrest. touch or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're not sitting next to one another. Men don't sit next to one another. No, fl- no you don't do that. That's against the, that's against the man rule. I don't even like same side sitting with my fiance. You don't? No. If we're alone at a booth, yeah. Eh. Oh, you're alone at a booth. You sit across from one another. Yeah, thank you. No same side sitting. Sometimes we sit on the same oh, side. Oh, you people. Oh, that's oh, that's no, no wonder that's he's right. getting into fights in grocery stores. No, <laughs> same side no, no. sitting. Same side sitting. But sometimes no, that after... violates that that violates no, the it's... diner rule. That violates the booth rule. We're at a booth, so no. Well, who's across from you? What do you? Nobody. Oh, that's, oh, oh, that's a that's a what clear, are you, teenagers? That's a clear violation. We sit sometimes on the same. Not sometimes after we've eaten. I, I so go, when he's driving the car, do he saddle up next to him? No, we it's bucket seats. I can't. Well, there's if no, you could, would you no, just kind of? There's no saddling. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're saddling in the diner. I am sort of. Yeah, sometimes after you know, if you're having a coffee, I go over. Hey. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Text us now. Is that appropriate or <laughs> no, not appropriate? No, he says it's fine. No, he, oh, says, he it's fine. says it's fine. Of course fine. he says fine. He thinks it's very nice. No, it's got to be clear. You cross from one another. You're not sitting next to one another. Sure. No, no, well, that's no. That's not no. weird. That's a clear. That's a clear restaurant dining violation. Thank you. You go to a fancy restaurant. You're sitting in a booth. You know, it's nice steakhouse. You're sitting on the same side. Probably not. You sit across from one across, another, right? And then after dinner, if there's, you know, while I'm waiting for coffee. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Oh. It's oh. the Phillips file on Real Radio 
Yeah. Yeah, forget about the airboat. I'm not going that route. Now you don't want to help people? I like to help people, but I'm not getting an airboat. Number one, I can't park it. Oh, where you live now. Not allowed. Uh uh-uh. uh. Pinkman, I can't trust him to what? take care of it. He could, he I'll could, take care of it. He could park it. I don't really have room. I have no idea about mechanics. Oh. Those things are usually a flip, aren't they? I have no idea. I think you have to. You're scaring them, Casey. I don't even know. If, is there an airboat school? Can you go someplace learn how to mm-hmm. drive one of those damn things? In the Everglades. Mm-hmm. Huh? Sure, in the Everglades. Uh, a little bit closer to home. Oh. Well. St. Cloud. <laughs> All right, that's closer. Mm-hmm. I'm sure someone out there could teach you. Nah, I mean, professional teaching, you know, not somebody, hey, grab all your hair now, put on this uh, camouflage life jacket, and off we go. Mm-hmm. Rodney the gator hunter, maybe? He would know how. Sure. I don't know if Rodney is an airboat guy. I think Rodney's a little bit more stealthy. Mm. You're probably right. I think Rodney creeps up on the gators. I don't think he's, you know, here I come, you know, where gators are here, and I'm from four miles away. <laughs> One of those damn things. Comes the cavalry. Comes up in there silent like an Gator assassin. Navy, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah. the Gator Navy. Mm-hmm. Gator Navy coming to your rescue. Tell you what. You're not kind of glomming onto the Cajun Navy, you think, a little bit? We might have to be a subset. Okay. We might, like, you know, the, the, the U.S. Navy, we might have to be like the Coast Guard. I think that's fair. <laughs> You're in the Navy Reserve yeah, or something right. like that. I think maybe the Cajun Navy Reserve. Oh, here we are. Can we help you <laughs> out? We, want to do something. we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> oh, You know how to start one of these things? <laughs> yeah, how do you? Is There's there a like key? like a pull cord or something, Oh, right? is that it? No, I'm just oh, kidding. Or is there a key? <laughs> no, there, um, I, I, I think there's a button. I think you probably key it and then you hit a you got i think you, you don't have know, to hit you. a big just button. say you don't know it's fine no you i don't know. Right. i said i think uh-huh. you probably have to hit a button all right i'm sure this day and age they have electric starters for them well christ almighty would hope so not yeah. somebody standing in the back <laughs> you gotta wind the propeller <laughs> yeah <Clear. laughs> no no Clear. no 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 like an old world war ii plane yeah here <laughs> is uh here's <laughs> brett on real radio go ahead brett uh, good evening, File. How are you? Doing all right. How about you? Good. Good. Thanks. I got a question. Maybe I missed this. I missed part of the conversation, but I got a question about Bert and Ernie. Yes, sir. So what if only one of them were gay? What if they were just two good old friends living in New York? You know how expensive apartments are in New York. You yeah. got to share. Yeah, sure, right, of course. Right, right. Maybe they can only afford a one bedroom. They're just friends living in New York. One of them happens to be gay. You know, what better way for the folks at Sesame Street to show how you can be friends with a Excuse me, anybody. Sure. You got one gay uh, man and one not gay man living together. Yeah. These are puppets. They're puppets. No, no, no. They, they still have identity. <laughs> they have no right. sexual orientation. They still have identity. Oh my but God. then how do you do that? Okay, well, you know, you're straight, you're gay, you know, you're going to bring somebody home, you know, for a little bit of, you know, I don't know how that works, Sharon, one apartment, one bedroom. Yeah, but they have two twin well, beds. What, do you have to have some kind of signal you put on the door no. to say, don't come in for a while? They have two twin beds. They're not doing that. They're not having any action. They're, it's not that kind come of... Come on, Brett. You know they're having action. Oh, Everybody has action. No. Yeah. Well, when, one's gone, when one is gone, you just push the beds together. I think you're fine. There you <laughs> go, yeah. Take <laughs> away the bunting board and just no. uh, go for it. You're ruining Bert and Ernie, and it's not nice. I don't... It How's it ruining them? I don't know. You're making it... You know, you're putting... Well, you're, you're a little bit them. over-concerned here about Bert and Ernie. You're assigning them, alone. You're assigning them sexual orientation when even Sesame Street Workshop says they don't have it. But their writer said that they had it. He said he wrote them as best friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So you can be friends, but well, you can't have friends. any sexual orientation. Right. I don't care what. It doesn't I, matter to me. Okay, good. 
I kind of, you know, I gave up that battle. Not battle. I gave up that whatever many, many, many mm-hmm. years ago. It's like, what? Who cares? <laughs> Seriously. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you want to be a gay puppet, be a gay puppet. I just can't imagine sharing a bedroom with some with another adult who wasn't my brother or something. These are kids. These are puppets. They're not kids. They're what? Kids. Bert's got like he's balding pretty much. They all Ernie has a tuft of hair and yeah. Bert has a tuft of hair. Yeah, on but a Bert's different got shape a face. thinner tuft of hair. Yeah, he does. Mm. <laughs> that must be going to some real fancy salon to get a do like that. It's oh, a nice. It's what? a nice hair. Do- uh-huh. hair right? I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. We've been all over the place mm-hmm. today. The uh, ex-CEO, former CEO of SeaWorld, he's in trouble with the Securities and Exchange Commission. I think SeaWorld fined a couple, a few million dollars. And the ex-CEO, also a million dollars. That'll be, might be on the news tonight. <clears throat> or in the paper tomorrow. Let's see, what else do we talk about? Volkswagen Beatles, we talked about underwear. Texting service says same side sitting is weird. Yeah, no. same side sitting. Why That's win- why they have no. the booth. They have a booth so I like you can sit across from somebody. I like to sit across from somebody at a table or whatever. And, you know, so if you are sitting at a table, a four top, do you sit together or do you sit across? I sit across. You do. I don't always sit across. And then maybe not always, but I don't always that's sit a four top table. There's a difference. But sometimes between... I sit, you know, we sit one and two, not yeah, one yeah, and three. I get that. That's a four top table. We were talking about booth. That's an well, entirely so different sitting two, situation. Two. That's a two two, right? I mean, so you have two people on this side, two people on that side. Normally we're one and one, right? So we're sitting this way. We eat most of our meal. And if we're getting a cup of coffee or something, I'm waiting. What are you talking to? Ghosts? I mean, who are you talking to across <laughs> the table? We're talking to each other. No, you can't talk to one another. Of course you can. No, you have to eat. You have to turn. You have to this. Now you're you're right across, so you can be shoveling stuff into your mouth <laughs> and talking at the same time. I usually move around. After. Oh, get a little frisky, huh? <laughs> after a few cocktails, it's time for same oh, same side no. sitting. No, no, you're no. blushing. Yeah, same Thank side you, sitting. Apple team. Yeah. Was he pat the table? Come on, come on over. Sit next to Daddy. Come on, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no. Come on. Come on over. Who's Sit your over da- here. Who's your daddy? Come oh, on over right. here. Come on. Check, please. <laughs> yeah, I, I got know. something underneath. The, uh, see this napkin? I'm going to show you a magic trick. Ain't no oh. breadstick under there. No, stop it. <laughs> yeah, but watch, I'm going to make it levitate. No. Not in the middle of chilies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ruby this yeah, is making exactly. me very uncomfortable. Hitting a little too close to home, huh? <laughs> you know, whatever. It's fine. Is there it's like right. a football game you're I watching? I know where you're saving that pat of butter. one 1041 Last tango in Paris points. Oh. I just ruined the image no, for me. Thank you very much. What else were we talking about today? Women's underwear. Yeah, we're a little bit too uh, focused on that. I am pro- I am projecting mm-hmm. a return of so-called granny panties. They won't be called that. Some marketing genius will come up with another name that will really click. I think women are really going to buy into this because they're going to say, finally, some comfort. You know, after a certain age, you know, but he's something riding up your, you know. Oh, that's very I guess your buttocks oh. or, you know. 
T-back or whatever the thing. You're going, Jesus Christ, how long do you want to wear these damn things? So some comfort. You want room to move about. You're not so concerned with Without that seams. Wedgie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say hello to the seams. Goodbye to the wedgie. Right. <laughs> it's true. Certainly much more comfortable. Aesthetics be damned. All you have to do, I'm telling you right, it's all marketing. Everything is marketing. Everything is branding. If you can come up with the right branding, the right marketing, you'll sell a million dollars worth of this stuff. Right. All you have to make, you have to make it hip. You have to make it cool. If you can do that, you are over the hump. That's what it's all about. Anything. You know, talk to uh, to uh, Donnie Deutsch or whatever his name is. You know, you brand. You just brand something the right way. Yes. Boom. The cash register is clinking and clanking away. He would know about women's underwear. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, what I'm saying, he knows oh. about branding. Yes, he does. He so, said, you know, I think if you say, Donnie, I want to market comfortable underwear for women. Mm-hmm. I think women are sick and tired of just inappropriate of underwear. Stuff. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, they get the boy shorts type of underwear, they got the teeth, the whole whatever. You know, you got some sexy time here and there, but not everybody's, uh, you know, going to the discotheque every night. Of course. You know, they're going to work, they're just hanging around the house. It's like putting on a on a pair of sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Well, you want something under there that's nice and roomy and comfy? Yeah. There you go. Roomy and comfy. No wedgie. It's the f- No wedgie. <laughs> that's not a bit. The no wedgie underpants? Something, you're getting close. All not right. right. Something's going to click right. here. Yeah, yeah. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. That's how we make a living around here. Let's get a check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A focus group in Virginia this summer found many college students who have gotten an absentee ballot simply fail to send it back because they don't know where to get postage stamps. This country's future is in good hands. Next, investigators in Oregon have found a romance novel author accused of killing her husband had previously written an essay titled How to Murder Your Husband. I'm sure she's just a victim of circumstance. Finally, a Fort Pierce woman is blaming the wind after police found drugs in her purse during a traffic stop. Authorities say the woman claimed innocence saying quote it's a windy day. It must have flown through the window and into my purse. Nice try. Headlines were brought to you by iHeartRadio. Whether you say Alexa or OK Google, you should always say play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. End transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing, 407-916-1041. You are listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio. 104.1. Oh, yeah.
Country Railing Jennings, I do believe. Oh, All right? yeah, bro. Yeah, it's good stuff. Tell you what. Mm-hmm. Turns out, Jim, that Roseanne Barr is spoiling the show that she was kicked off of. The Connors. The Connors went on without her after What's she made problem? some racist remarks. And, and they have let out, leaked out a little bit of info that they're going to, uh, she's going to, in the first episode, she's going to die or something. They're going to somehow eliminate her from the script moving forward. Well, Roseanne found out how. This is going to be presented, and now she's blabbing it all over town. I know now. Sour grapes. Yes, yeah, she's she trying says, to damage the ratings. She knows how producers are killing yeah. off her character on the spinoff from her canceled show. And um, anyway. So you know? I do. I don't want to know. I know you don't. Do I want to know? No, I'm not going to watch it. No, uh, you I might as wanna, well know. Eh, I don't want to ruin it for Anybody want to know? I already she, found out She earlier. set the scene. Oh, wait a minute. Don't say anything. Did you watch any of the the reboot last year? No. Okay. Not interested. Well, she set the scene in one of the episodes last year. That's all I'll say about it. Um, Heroin overdose? Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me. I got a couple of minutes before person plays your thing. Okay. And if you're not interested in this, you don't want to know. You're going to watch the Connors. Spoiler for people. I don't know. You have my permission. Go listen to Hannity. (laughs) You don't want to do that again. Upset stomach. Well, some people like. All right. All right. It's not a heroin overdose. Hold on. She got hit by a car. No. Wait a minute. Um, she drowned in a bass fishing tournament. No. Accident? Mm-mm. Suicide. Well, accident, but yeah. Accident. So it's not suicide. Accidentally. I don't. Wait she, a minute. Oh, come, no. on, come on. Let me come up with this. Airplane crash? No. Uh, you, Disease. One, she got some. She got a heart attack. She did not have a heart. Uh, Ebola. No, she didn't have Ebola. It's not a disease. Mm-mm. It's not an accident. She fell off a stepladder. No, she didn't do anything physically like that. Piano falls from On an her apartment. Head? No. Mm. Damn it. And you were close with one of the things you said, but it wasn't exactly right. Foul play. She's in Marrakesh. Now wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> she's in. Uh, she's in Milan. And a pig falls off a balcony. She never leaves wherever they're from, wherever the show is supposed to take place, or Cleveland or somewhere, wherever it's supposed to take place. She never, mm -mm. it's not that she traveled somewhere and had some odd, you know, camel fall on her or something. But something happened. She died, right? She died, yeah. She's playing spoiler, though, and that makes me mad that she knows how the producers are killing her off. Circle it, let me see. I won't say anything. Circle it. 
Let me see if slide the I paper over to my client. Yeah, I'm sure it comes to paper and. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were close. Right. You were close, but not right. But ah, yes. come on. Close enough. You were close-ish. That was close enough where you said, said you are so close. That's it. I said you were nah, close, you... but not right. I mean, close. So what kind of piano is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a piano. It was an organ. He was close, but it wasn't right, but whatever. <laughs> I hate that. Damn I know. church organs. Those are the heavy ones. You got to watch out. close enough where I should have gotten you. You mm. were so close. I'm going to give it so to you. So close. Yeah. Points. Exactly. Anyway, makes me mad that she's a spoiler. That pisses me off that she's blabbing it out now. Um, and Kanye West. Uh, it's his problem now. Is always doing something weird. Um, now he's going, moving back to Chicago. He was doing a Chicago event last night with Chance the Rapper. And Kanye West, who is from Chicago, says he's moving back there and never leaving again. Now, All right. He's married to one of the Karda- Kim, Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, right? And she's got three kids with him. And I guess he floats between New York and LA and this and that. And her family lives in LA or what have you. The kids are in LA. He's going to Chicago. He says he's moving to Chicago. It's a great city, moving back to Chicago and never leaving. Again, no word on what happens to Kim and the children. He's never getting out of Chicago. Never back. leaving. He loves it so much. He's never leaving. Okay. Well. I don't know how's that going to work out for your family, but whatever. And um, Bill Cosby's. Man, I love Chicago, but I mean, you'd have to. Right, you got to get out of there. It's too cold. I mean, maybe he says it's fine now, but it's August or September. I mean, September. That's a nice shopping in Chicago. They do. Miracle Mile or whatever it's called. That's right. Down near the river. Uh Never been on Michigan Avenue, Chicago. Yeah, I wouldn't go. Starting about this time of year. Starting to get cold. Well, the thing about Chicago, let me tell you. There comes a certain point where you just don't want to go north anymore. Because you don't you want to avoid the 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 chance that you're gonna get stuck in an airport. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything more miserable. Well, I can, but you know what I'm saying. To be locked in an airport and say, All flights are canceled to Orlando and uh, you're going, Well, all right. Nothing is moving, everything is under snow, it's you're freezing your took us off. And uh, it's it's the it's uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Mm-hmm. You're stuck in a stinky airport. Everybody's stinking up a storm. And it's cold. And people are out cranky. Food. Yeah, people are cranky. Exactly. The lines are growing longer. And people's tempers are shorter. How the hell I get out of here? Mm-hmm. Stupid O'Hara. <laughs> O'Hare. Or that too. That, yeah, <laughs> my mind. O'Hara. I, I, I'm, I'm right. O'Hare, Midway. I, I don't know where I am right. anymore. That's right. Those are the two that you got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's play some person, place, okay. or thing. PPT. What's the prize? Casey, two times. Pair of VIP tickets to Deland Bacon and Brewfest nice. on Saturday, September 29th. Sponsored yeah. by Renewal by Anderson and Gasolina. VIP includes one hour early access special bacon infused buffet lunch. VIP 10 mm. access commemorative log, mug, ah. uh, unlimited brewery samples, Bloody Marys, water, and sola, soda, and one free sangria party and a pouch from gasolina. Right. Lots of bacon, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And beer. Yeah, you can't go wrong with bacon. Oh, yeah. And beer. I'm trying to reduce a little bit because I'm a reducitarian, but still, there's something, something about the taste of bacon. Mm. You like it well cooked. You like it a little fatty, little little fatty. A little Me fatty, too. Yeah. yeah, combo. Got wig, kind of wiggly. Yeah. yeah, but with some crisp on it. But yeah, it's I agree. Have a little some bit of crisp. Kind of it's got that to... curl of fat just to yeah. give us yeah, some, just... some fat juice. Oh, oh yeah. I'm hungry. You need the fat juice. Here's Anthony. Juice. Pick a person, a place, or a thing, Ooh. Anthony. 
Hey, Mr. Phillips, how are you? I'm very well. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. I would love a place. Oh, you really want to go there? I'm not kidding you. No, it's you too hard. Me, Mr. Uh, place. Uh, nobody's going to get this. All right. I'm telling Go you right now. Else, yeah, Brad. Do a thing or a person because <laughs> nobody's going to get a pl- this place. Aww. All right. I like, the, I like the, the person then. All right, let's go to a person. Thanks to Brad for the category. All right. Who is this person? This person enlisted in the Army, mm-hmm. received an appointment to West Point, U.S. Military Academy at West Point, then got himself expelled. Who is this person I speak of? Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, a tough one. I really don't know. Let me say uh, Josh Pinkman. Uh, Josh Pinkman, okay. Uh, that's your final uh, answer? No, sorry, it's not Josh. Really nice try, though. Oh. Here's Jim the Mailman, clue number two, Jimmy. His death at a young age is still a great mystery, which makes perfect sense. This person enlisted in the Army, received an appointment at West Point, then got himself expelled. Died at a young age. Who is this person? Keith Ledger. Keith Ledger. That's your final answer? No, it's not Keith Ledger. Everybody's trying. Is that Heath Ledger? Who's Keith Keith Ledger? Ledger. That's Uh, his cousin. Oh, (laughs) you're Keith. I'm like, is that someone I don't know? All right, Roxanne, clue number three. Okay. He was the first author to try to make a professional living as a writer. Not quite sure about that one, but he was the first author to try to make a professional living as a writer. Died at a young age. Listed in the Army, received yeah. an appointment to West Point, then got expelled. I don't know why. Oh. I, did you just say Roxanne? No. Yeah, I did say Roxanne. You did? Oh, goodness. I thought I was the last person. No, I'm sorry, Roxanne. You're third. Oh, rats. Sorry. Oh, Matt. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'll give you another clue. All right. Okay, please. Baltimore. Baltimore. Um, oh, shoot. Yeah, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Is it? Oh. Yes. Uh, yes, you got it right, Mom. Yeah. Spencer Rapone. That's your final answer. I'm sorry. Spencer Yeah, you're right, Mo. Two to go. Come on, let's get this. Come on. All right, Brian, here we go. Clue number four. He was an early pioneer in the genre of science fiction oh. and wrote stories about new inventions. Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe, he says. That's your final answer? Yep. Yeah, baby. Yeah, we gave it away. Baltimore, Baltimore. what was the giveaway? Baltimore? For me, it was. What was it for you? I knew that he was expelled from West Point. Ah. It was the first person that came into my head, and I have no idea how I know that. You got it on clue number one. All right, good job for you there, buddy. Good job for you, Brian. Clue number five, this master of macabre was the original American horror storyteller with works like The Pit and The Pendulum. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. And what is that, the... The beating heart or something? What's that one? Telltale 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 Heart. Heart. That's it. There you go. The Raven Cask of Amontillado. Yeah, that that scared the crap out of me. Which one? That heart one. Oh, yeah. You know. That one's spooky. It is really scary. I had to read that. And then you had to listen to Bill Cosby do about the uh, heart in the woods, the chicken, big chicken heart in the woods. I don't know. You ever hear that bit? No. It's funny. I'm not familiar with that one. It's. Uh, I think it's on the same album where he's talking about uh, going to the, the dentist. You're not supposed to laugh, no. are you? Not anymore. Uh, you got to though. Yeah, yeah. You can I still know. find the observations funny, right. right? Yeah, but he's a schnook. 
He is a schnook. He's That's a major all. schnook. There's no question about it. But he had funny in his but day. But can a schnook? It's had, still funny. He had funny in his day. You now, lose the funny because you become a schnook? Kind of. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. In my world, you do. Or maybe you lose the... Yeah, I don't know. In my world, you're you do. You're such a schnook. You shouldn't listen to it because you're, you're so afraid that you. you're going to laugh. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it, too. So I, I'm not listening to him. He's lost the funny with me. And That's I said, right. Hey, just for a couple of minutes, listen to the routine listen. about the Novocaine. And all of a sudden, you find yourself laughing. And you're saying to yourself, this is wrong. I'm not supposed to be doing this. Mm-hmm. That's kind of <laughs> true. <laughs> just saying. You have Rosh Hashanah tomorrow? No, Yom Kippur. What's that all about? It's a day of atonement where we say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the stuff I did. If I'm I sorry did... you're not going to be able to eat until late tomorrow. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> That's what I'm really sorry about. So when you get up in the morning, I don't want you to think of no deep dish, oh. Chicago pizza, or, or no. maybe uh, spaghetti and meatballs oh. or a big yeah. bacon fest. For breakfast? Like a Cuban yeah. sandwich no. or something. Oh. Anytime during the day. Whatever oh. the new unlimited Olive Garden thing is. That's oh, at tomorrow 11. at 11 oh, o'clock, yeah. Olive Garden, big headquartered here in Orlando, mm. to make a big announcement. I think it's um, uh, all-you-can-eat ravioli. Better not be another IHOP situation. Ugh. Yeah, we're doing they, burgers you think, now. maybe? They better not go. do something like that? They made it like unlimited uh, tacos not. at Olive Garden. Like, don't go out of your genre. <laughs> Spaghetti you know, tacos. Like when IHOP went out of their genre, I went to burgers. It was like, stop that. Yeah, do what you know. Me. You got to do what you yeah. know. Well, so uh, I'm assuming they're going to have unlimited spaghetti and meatballs. That's my pick. But well, I think they're going to get a little bit more exotic. I think they're going ravioli. I ravioli. Think it's retro. Spaghetti and meatballs. It's a retro meal. And people want the comfort of something they know. Spaghetti and meatballs. You can't Too go expensive. wrong. Too expensive. This is like, oh, no. this is like uh, uh, Disney doing away with fireworks. What? Like at Epcot. They do? Yeah, they're doing away with their fireworks. I don't right? like that. Oh. Yeah. And I was listening to uh, the news junkie. He was talking about it earlier today. It's all over the news. Mm-hmm. And I think it just got, it's, it's too expensive. Uh, a good friend of mine who used to uh, be high, kind of high up at uh, at Epcot, uh-huh. uh, believes that that show probably runs about $75,000 a shot. A night? Wow. Yeah. Oof. That's a lot of money. And now they te- they're so technical, technologically advanced they're with lasers cool. yeah. and drones, uh-huh. you can probably put on a, some kind of 3D show that mimics fireworks, sounds like fireworks, a laser and it's show. better than fireworks. Right. right. Yeah, you then the question was... Does Disney manufacture their own fireworks? Ooh. And I don't think they do. I don't think they have a factory where they're packing canisters with black powder. I think they buy their fireworks, put them all together, wire them together, do whatever they have to do mm-hmm. to get them to shoot off at the right time. No? I think or, they have a pyro department, you know, a pyrotechnics department. You think they have a factory where they're making their own fireworks? I don't, I don't think Disney would want that kind of life. No, they, they have their own costuming, out. they have their own lighting, they have their own electrical, and they have that. They have their own pyro department, but that is, okay, we just got a shipment of the big mortars, let's bring them in, remember, let's pack them, let's yeah. put them here, they're wiring yeah. this way and that way. I don't think they have a long line of... $10 an hour people packing firecrackers and fireworks with, with powder and... And dangerous material. It We're going to find a, that out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Somebody knows. Someone will tell us. 
I'll tell you that. But thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for that show. And they said, we can do better than this. It won't cost us a dime, except for electricity. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of here. Great show today. Thank you very much. Jack will be back with us tomorrow. Mo will have the day off. We finally get back together, all of us, on Thursday. Thank you, Casey, two times, two times for all your help. Phillips File tomorrow, Wednesday edition, along with the Shot Doctor and Scott Maxwell. Gets underway at 3, right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina and C-Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.